0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of Middle Class Film Class. I'm your host today, Pete. I'm Joseph. I'm Tyler. This week we have a fan selection from The Wheel of Destiny. This week we'll be reviewing a ghost story.
1: When I was little and we used to move all the time, I would write these notes and I would fold them up really small and I would hide them.
2: What'd they say? They are just, like, things I wanted
1: to remember. So that if I ever wanted to go back, there'd be a piece of me there waiting.
0: A writer writes a novel. A songwriter writes a song. It's what uh, We can to endure. We build our legacy piece by piece, and maybe the whole world will remember you, or maybe just a couple of people, but you do what you can to make sure you're still around after you're gone. I feel like that guy works at like, a... a the last place in town you can actually develop film. I, I was, you know what I was thinking.
2: I, I feel I feel like the only reason why he's such a uh, focal point in the trailer is because that's the most dialogue that you get yeah, out yeah. of that film. Yeah, you he had
0: no business looking the way he did. <laughs> <laughs> and three gold earrings in the left ear, one in the right ear. I
2: didn't even notice that. Oh my god! Overalls, look,
0: looking like that that guy on those YouTube videos that dances with the no bones dance. Oh. Like, the ball, ball on top, hair on the side. Kind of looks like <clears throat> Trevor from GTA. Yeah, <laughs> except for taller and lankier. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to get into a ghost story. Um, this, this selection was from listener Brianna, um, who is uh, my housemate, my soulmate. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and she's uh, she's going to call in a little bit later and give us a reason why she chose a ghost story. I think everyone that's a part of this podcast, the three of us, we all love this movie anyway, so it's a perfect pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was the first time, so we'll see. Yeah, exactly. That's the uh, I should say I should say that. Yeah. On the first viewing. We'll we'll see how the uh how the chips fall this time, but uh, <laughs> but so we'll get into that in a little bit,
2: but first. Find some charity in lad. Now's the time for David Chatter.
0: All right. Um uh, Joseph, you got some news or chatter you want to talk about?
2: Yeah, I got uh couple things um one is kind of relevant since we just reviewed the newly released Devil All the Time yes movie um kind of well for us in our interactions with other people it seems like it's been kind of polarizing mm-hmm. kind of i don't know why um but uh this this article is about uh focuses on Robert Pattinson's uh character and specifically what? his accent. Oh, interesting! Oh, his terrible Southern accent. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. It's not terrible. Um, <laughs> Robert Pattinson, according to this article, Robert Pattinson refused to get a dialect coach. Oh my god! And, and crafted. <laughs> well, that He crafted his high-pitched Southern drawl on his own. <laughs> the actor did, hid his accent until one the day one of filming. <laughs> he hid it. It's, even the even the producers and directors are like, oh, it's Robert Pattinson. Who cares? They, they, let him do his thing.
0: <laughs> You're drunk.
2: Um, why, why would he do that? I don't know how true that is. I think he like. It's not like he just like, went in and like just like winged did, it. Did, did, winged it. I think <laughs> maybe he. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna wing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he like obviously like rehearsed on his own. Probably. And develop this this old timey Southern accent that is indiscernible, maybe to a specific region of the South. He probably watched old movies where people from the West
0: Coast were doing Southern accents,
2: <laughs> and like that's it. Do you think yeah. he did a, a full Heath Ledger? He locked himself in a hotel room and just watched a bunch of uh, Tom pedophile w- priests.
0: Tom- <laughs> Ted, Ted Haggard, Tom yeah, Tom Waits uh,
2: video footage. <laughs> no, he went the opposite direction from Tom Waits. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, I, I thought his accent was was really weird, but really fitting to his character. It yeah. was unsettling too, especially how charismatic it, he, he was. It was, I was like. That doesn't sound like him. Well, I, my thoughts on his, his accent was my least favorite of all of them. I thought, uh,
0: the first, the first preacher with the spiders was perfect. And, uh, again, this is coming from the mind of a 30 something West coast native that I, Mm -hmm. I don't, I couldn't tell you Tennessee from Georgia apart from each other in the accent department. Um, but it almost sounded like he was someone from outside of that region, that came in to kind of like put the wool, pull the wool over their eyes, you know, he, he okay. at the end when um, with without spoiling it, the final scene between uh, Tom uh, Holland and him when he, he kind of breaks down and his character is uh, reduced to uh, without the strength that he shows throughout the rest of the movie. He starts talking kind of like a hippie, and in the in those ta- yeah. in those times, oh, yeah. he, he's like, "Hey, hey, man, what's you know? <laughs> there's nothing going on here? It's all Gucci, yeah, it's Gucci, <laughs> baby. It's Gucci. That was a weird choice. He called it Gucci, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think what, once that character broke down a little bit, you start seeing a little. It, it sound, he sounds different and tar- starts talking different. It's so, almost so, as if he like like the characters." putting on a front. Exactly. Yeah. Well, then in that light, I appreciate
2: it more. A great
0: ruse for having a bad accent. Sure. Nah, it's part of my
2: character. He has a bad accent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I loved his accent. I think it was the best one, honestly, because it was so weird and unsettling. Like, like, so different to everybody else's and, like, so unlike how he actually talks. Like Steven Root in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Like, it's so, like... It's almost like cartoonish. Foghorn, leghorn. Yeah. At, at. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Minus the racism. <laughs> um, and a little dusting of sexual predator. Yeah. Just <laughs> add, replace it with one injustice. For the other. <laughs> Um, I got a couple more things. I don't know uh, why I'm laughing at that. Cause it's a job. It's Schadenfreude. Um, <laughs> where, Oh, here we go. Uh, so recently this has been getting a lot of traction. So the, there's a lot of like people, celebrities on the internet that since nobody's making as many movies or and, like the content is kind of low. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a bunch of table reads of movies like oh they get the cast back yeah. together. Yeah, Josh Gad did a bunch of them, and now Sean Penn did it. Oh, I think yeah, recently. And it's relevant to clueless because we were talking about Fast Times, Bridgette yeah. High. So uh, Sean yeah. Penn yeah. gathered around a bunch of different celebrities to play roles in for Fast Times, mm-hmm. to reread Fast Times yeah. with different actors. So Morgan Freeman plays like he reads the description uh, the scene descriptions, right. okay. Okay. Um, And then he got Sean Penn. Oh no, Sean Penn. He got Julia Roberts, Matthew McConaughey, um, Shia LaBeouf, Brad Pitt, Jimmy Kimmel. Henry Golding, John Legend, Ray Liotta, and Dane Cook.
1: Dane Cook? Yeah. Dane Cook's still around?
2: Dug up Dane Cook. (laughs) He dug him up. (laughs) Um, So Shia LaBeouf. Pried that Botox out of his hand. Playing Spicoli. Uh And this is all through like a Zoom call or whatever. Yeah. And just like look up clips of this or watch the thing. Okay. Because it's really funny to watch Shia LaBeouf because he plays Spicoli, a stoner and Shia being the method actor that he is, is actually just like, he's like baked in, like doing this from his, inside of his car. He's hitting a giant bong rip in his car. Well, and it, yeah, I think I, I did see some clips and like even his skin look hot dog colored. Like too. he looks like, <laughs> he he looks like a beach bum. Yeah. He's like sweaty. He's got like this shirtless t-shirt, not uh, shirtless, see a sleeveless t-shirt on and like these neon green sunglasses. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he he's smoking. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And another thing about this uh, reunion, I guess, or just like collection of celebrities, is that uh, M- Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston back together
0: oh, reading right?
2: reading scenes, not like in a relationship, but just reunited. Uh, uh, prof- I guess semi professionally in this. Sure. Um, reading scenes together as and like romantic scenes together. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bradifer, remember that guy? Yeah. Oh wait. Man, how, how awkward. Well, I mean, I guess they're adults and they probably move past it. But, like, how weird for uh, Angelina Jolie to, like, be watching this. If she, yeah, she's watching it. Radifer <laughs> <Bradifer laughs> <Pin>, Pittiston. <laughs> Radifer <laughs> Pittiston. That's how we remember them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and That's then cool. There was this other article from Collider, um, Boo. Um, nine, <laughs> the- nine movies you forgot were scored by Hans Zimmer oh uh rain man yeah that's one um <laughs> i'll go down the list mission impossible 2 mm-hmm. rain man i forgot i forgot about that one completely the movie toys starring uh, robin williams. Rob williams and uh oh. joan cusack yeah as a robot <laughs> true romance okay cool runnings <laughs> wow really yeah okay that's cool Quite. that's why i won an oscar or Muppet nominated. Treasure Island. Oh, baby! Oh, wow. the Ring. The Re- Ring. Really? That's that's cool. That was a very unsettling that's the, score too. It's the only reason I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Holiday. Not familiar with that one. Jack Black. uh oh, Kate the, Winslet. The, the
0: rom com. It's a Christmas. It's like a British wife swap movie.
2: It's a house. <laughs> yeah, house swap. That's house I swap. That's what I said. Yeah, um, it's actually like not a bad movie. Jack Black's character is the best character. Um, he plays a musician. Um, he's like a jingle writer or something. Um, <laughs> he, he writes greeting cards. Yeah, Kate. It's a Cameron Diaz movie. So Cameron Diaz,
0: Kate Winslet, Jack Black, Black. and who's the other dude? It's a um, um, uh, Jude Law. Jude. I was gonna say Jude, Jude Law, Law. The crazy weird hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Leading man somehow. Chappy. Chapp- chappy really chappy i
2: thought d antwort scored that no they're just in it <laughs> uh man yeah that's it those are the nine movies that you forgot i know you forgot <laughs> you know what is it that we forgot or is it that no one knew like i don't i don't think anyone knew that he did this I'm I'm sure th- somebody knew collider yeah. was right i forgot yeah well, except they, for rain man i forgot and wasn't aware also yeah yeah <laughs> uh, one in the same yeah. yeah i was gonna say same thing uh, yeah that's all i got do
0: you have um do you want to talk about the list from last week oh i try since you're relating it to that
2: yeah so yeah last week uh the topic of discussion was what video game would you like to see made into a movie assuming it would be a good movie mm-hmm. um and so we posted that on our Facebook and socials. And let me get to that uh, right now. It was kind of comments, kind all of over, all
0: over the place. Yeah, comments within comments, a little hard to decipher all of them, but it was, it was fun. Um,
2: first one from uh, Sebastian Goldeneye. Uh, <laughs> hey, Goldeneye! Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I made that joke with Lion King. <laughs> a lot of these people are just saying movies that they like that are video game movies.
0: <laughs> uh, Come on, that works
2: for me. They could do a better. They could do, redo a better version of
0: Goldeneye, except for have Ibris Elbra as, oh, yeah. as uh, uh, 007. Oh,
2: oh, speaking of which, I another news topic that I saw today. It's uh-huh. ver- just rumors. Tom mm. Hardy alleged to replace. Oh my god. Uh, so to reprise or to do the James new, Bond, to be the new James Bond, <clears throat> Fantas- uh, I would love it. But mm. a little too short, I think. And Daniel Craig isn't. Uh, it's probably like five, five six. Daniel Craig, <laughs> Dan- <laughs> Tom I, Hardy's I five
0: foot. Money that Daniel Craig and Tom Hardy are the same size in height, but not width.
2: I uh, think I think Daniel Craig's taller. I think Tom Hardy, his strength is in side characters, not in main characters. I'll except, do it. Uh, ex- With the exception of, uh, uh, what was that? Bronson. Bronson, yeah. He was really good in that one, but I think... I don't know. 007, That might be a little bit of a stretch. I'll do it. I'll do it. But I, I have to wear a mask. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tom Hardy is one inch shorter than Daniel Craig. He's five nine. Daniel Craig is five ten. Like I said, too short. Oh
2: my God, those <laughs> those guys are too short sure by too, too short by one inch. Wow. Um, someone else. Someone else said pong. I said palm. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, listener Bree also Dream Daddy or Detroit become human. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Detroit become human could Detroit Detroit do is a movie already. Pretty much, yeah. Um, It could be interesting as a um, although (laughs) you you take away the the choose your own adventure aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could do it if it was like a Netflix release. It's basically iRobot except for the robots are more
0: realistic. They look like humans. Uh, um, They look like people. Yeah, the uh, Dream Daddy though would be really. I think they could make a lot of fun into that. It would be probably a Netflix original. Yeah, LGBTQ plus community would embrace it wholeheartedly. It's it's a if you don't if you know what Dream Daddy is, look it up. It's a really funny concept. With uh, my my girlfriend loves to play it. You're a, a single dad looking for love with all these other uh, other single dads. Oh. Oh, it's
2: like a dating <laughs> sim. It's a
0: dating sim, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it's like shot
2: like a comic book. It's kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. Listener Bruce. Um, Bruce uh, says the first Silent Hill was decent and my brother also says first Silent Hill was yeah. decent that's L- already video
0: games I know, though I know
2: Listen, <laughs> listener Michael what was the one that uh, Kevin had
0: wrote on there it's before the hate was it hateful or hateful boyfriend yeah something like that Hatful boyfriend or hateful boyfriend I don't know what that is. It, you're a, you're a human that goes to an all pigeon school. <laughs> it's a prestigious school for pigeons, and you go, you go. <laughs> You're the only human it's been admitted ever, because <laughs> your grades are so good, or something. Yeah, <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure that's. Right. If Why I, now? I hope I'm reading the right synopsis for the right video <laughs> game. Pigeon I, uh...
2: school, a prestigious pigeon. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I love it. All right, all right. Is yeah. there is there any actual video games that haven't made into movies? Yes. Don't even do that. To <laughs> that, 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 I'm, that John, I'm reading the list now. Um, and then Bruce also follows up with, uh, I would love to see a Half-Life movie.
0: Mm, Let me go in.
2: Yeah. Um, I doubt that would ever get made because they haven't even made Half-Life three yet. So it will never be made. (laughs) (laughs) They won't sell the property. The IP won't, won't, they won't let it go. And then listener and host Pete says portal. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot I said that. They already, made, they already made a movie like that. It's called Cube. No, it's called Jumper. No. <laughs> with Anakin Skywalker himself. Hayden Christensen. Uh, <laughs> I guess if you combine those two concepts, it would be Portal. Yeah. yeah, Cube, and, Cube Jumper, and Jumper. Jumper is like, he's like Nightcrawler from X-Men. Yeah. yeah. Except he can travel farther. And he can take stuff with him. Yeah. Have
0: you uh, ever jumped a whole house? <laughs> 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 shut up Morgan Freeman I mean <laughs> Jamie <Jimmy> L. Jackson
2: <laughs> whoa um, yeah so that's uh, the, that was the video game movie discussion uh, what's on uh, what's on deck now Tyler okay well I first of all I have to say I'm a little bit disappointed with uh, those choices from our listeners come on <laughs> come on you know I, I comment on that thread again with a legitimate good Games that could be movies that not only are already movies, but... That, Metal that, Slug. Well, that Contra. I know. Metroid. Galaga. Metroid. Galaga would Centipede, be Well, nah. Asteroid. Tron. Oh, wait, shit. Well, the Tron video games. Anyway, okay. So, uh, uh, for uh, whatever how many episodes that this I've been... <laughs> Doing without the news stories, which, by the way, I actually do have one news story. Okay. Uh, two, actually. Uh, okay. um, first one: the Batman is uh, on schedule to uh, start production again. I think as of this week. Is co- um, is, is our patty COVID free? Yeah, it's already been two weeks, which you know, it seemed like only like five days ago. He took his Lysol inhaler and cured him. Yep. Yeah, he he huffed that for bees, and the COVID was uh, <laughs> out of his shots. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> It was out of him in in, in a fortnight. And um, so the Batman is on production again, which is fantastic news because I really need to see this movie. Like, I feel like my life depends on it at this point now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the second movie news I have is that Akira is going to be shown in IMAX. Interesting. One day, one night only, That which Whoa. I feel like is a little bit res- irresponsible of that's IMAX dumb. to Wait, why, say. Why Akira? Well, I mean, why it's, IMAX? It, it's a beloved. Is Akira uh, the one with the film. motorcycles? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and the superhuman stuff. Pass. Well, I, that's what I said too. I was like, <laughs> not only is it for one night only, like why go through the trouble of making this movie? IMAX ready to only show it for one night during a, a, a GD pandemic where no one is going to even go to it like just just sit on it just wait until you know you can get a wider audience it's a whiter audience? I, said, uh, <laughs> I said it's, whi- a, it's a ploy to get all the weebs out of the house well then they've already been uh, quarantining before the <laughs> pandemic anyways True. life is no different if yeah. you're a weeb <laughs> Um, so, those are the two movie uh, news cool. that's interesting. that I have. Yeah. I do have a topic of discussion, though, in mm-hmm. the uh, light of Gab and Chattering. What is a movie that you regret not seeing in theaters? Um, is it regret, or can it be like also you wish you would have? That's, no, that's reg- how I took it.
0: I, I took it I, as I, because
2: it's more, basically one and the same. Well, I'm saying regret, like it came out in a time where you could go to the theater and watch this movie when it came out, but yeah. you decided so that in you our a, lifetime. Yeah, so
0: like, it can't be 2001. Well, it Space can't Odyssey. be when you're
2: a baby either. So. No, I'm saying look, but like, like can it be the same? Like, oh, I wish I saw this movie. Yes. It's the same in thing. In theaters. What's the difference? I, okay, sure, fine. Hey, we'll, we'll alter the <laughs> deal di- of the di- what di- I have. The difference would be like you, you consciously chose not to go see that movie in theaters. Uh-huh.
1: But yes. I, I, th- that's
2: like way too specific. I couldn't think of a movie that All I... All right, I, sure. <laughs> okay, so to make it a little bit more broader, we'll, list. we'll, we'll uh, <laughs> do it that. I'll start off by okay. saying I have three. One... Only three? Yeah. Born Identity. Wish uh, I could have saw that movie in theaters uh, when it came out. I had the chance to, and I bow, bow, passed. Bow. Yeah, <laughs> Born oh, Identity. Come on. Yeah, Born Identity. Second one, Batman Begins. Okay. Wish I could have saw that one in theaters oh, because yeah. it's actually a, a solid Batman film, even though it's shadowed <laughs> by the dark. Pretty good. This a, a nice <laughs>
0: coat. This a, a nice coat.
2: They it's shadowed by him. the It's shadowed by the dark night, but I feel like Batman Begins has its own place in the uh, Batman uh, uh movie. He's a beefcake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 That's absolutely true. <laughs>
2: um, um, and then the, the third one, uh Casino Royale a hmm. uh, James Bond Interesting. movie. Interesting. Like would have been a really fun movie to see like you yeah. know it's funny I saw that movie the first time I saw a movie on a plane. Mm. Oh, but wow. it was a, it was one of the planes it was before or a, it was a plane that didn't have like your own so it was just playing <laughs> for everybody. It's like on one screen wow. like I, in front of everyone. Yeah, it was like there was like it I had the drop down. Why did they what did they do in the torture
0: scene where they they it sh- showed they showed they bust the bottom out of that wicker chair they and beat it. the fuck out of his yeah. balls with that wet? They, knot. they, sh- they
2: showed they showed it all.
0: It. Oh my god, that's testicle
2: trauma! Yeah. And that. The first time I watched Galaxy Quest was on a plane. Mm-hmm. Oh okay, yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, that's that's well, I, that, I guess where where else are you gonna watch Galaxy Quest? I
0: regret not seeing nineteen uh, seventeen on a plane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. that's what we're talking about right <laughs> what movie do you top five movies to watch while uh, flying yeah no it's 1917's one I still haven't seen it at all but um, I've, I've just the, the the concept of the war movie and the and uh, all the praise that's been heaped on it I wish I would have been able to stop and see it in there Interstellar also I, I like Interstellar a lot I think mm, the mm-hmm. visual concepts of it and like the kind of uh, abstract um, visuals that they put in there when he's kind of flying through time or whatever uh, I feel like that would be great and the really deep Hans Zimmer score would be uh, fantastic with that booming sure. bass <clears throat> um, let me see what else what else uh Muppets Treasure Island that's a tough that was a tough man missed that one
2: in theaters strangely I did see that one in theaters wow what a great experience that was I mean I was a little (laughs) kid but like I was enamored by those those Muppets by Kermit Miss Piggy (laughs) Miss Piggy
0: (laughs) who Uh, who played the Captain Hook was it Tim Curry or Blackbeard or whatever no I think it was Tim Curry Curry, yeah. yeah Tim Curry <laughs> uh, Um yeah I think the I think uh, probably the um probably interstellar would be the, the one for me that bothered me the most I don't I don't honestly to be to be honest I don't see a ton of movies in theater um I wish I I wish I did more but I don't know why I I like I I, I invested enough in my home, own home theater where I I enjoy watching stuff at
2: home with the volume cranked. You don't sure. know what you got until it's gone. I know. But Interstellar <laughs> in IMAX, that would be an experience to behold, mm-hmm. like that because of how like wide it is, yeah. and it, it especially in the sound too. It feels like it, it's like it circles around your head. Yeah. Is that all you got? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I saw. I've seen since Dark Knight Rises. I've seen every Nolan movie in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Um, except for tenant, yeah. Except for tenant,
1: <laughs> it is still
2: on the table. I think, but don't think it's gonna happen. Nope. Unless we rent it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't rent IMAX out, but we can rent the theater out. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Interstellar and Dunkirk were really, really. You saw those in theaters? Yeah, I just. Yeah, I he just, just said that. I just said that. <laughs> no. in IMAX. In Sorry, IMAX. I spaced out. For that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I saw Dunkirk twice. Uh, one, well, I mean, the second one wasn't an IMAX. Um, it was in Sweden, though. Um, That's cool. But the movies that I wish that I saw in theaters um, that I didn't for some reason. Um, Drive. Mm, oh, That'd be a good one. Yeah. Drive. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that. I didn't watch that. the movie until like years later. Yeah. I, I feel like Neon Demon would be good in theaters, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah if it was a good movie. Oh, I get it. Oh. <laughs> I saw only God forgives in theaters. just um, <laughs> way better than the <laughs> Oh Demon. How dare oh you? My, oh my god, <laughs> dude, you're in the only camp on that one. Okay.
0: What the fuck are you talking about? We're um, we, we need, we're about to come to blows at this table. Um,
2: <laughs> Arrival. Ooh, that's a good good one. I yeah. was sad when I didn't see it When I when I watched it, I was like, God damn it. I know. Wish I yeah, saw this. Yeah, same. Um Grand Budapest. Uh, Hotel. Uh, sure. When I watched it, I was like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty low on the list, but still. Um, it's a fine film. I I wish I saw most of us I understand movies in theaters, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Children of Men. Mm, that's a good cool one. That would have been a, a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Tree of Life would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Inception, mm-hmm. The Prestige. Oh, you didn't see Inception in theaters? No. Oh, I, I saw it that that. in theaters. Yeah, that was a great experience. Yeah, and uh, Skyfall. Uh, Mission Impossible? No, j uh, seven. Seven. Seven? Oh. Yeah. yeah, You know, I just thought of another one, too. Uh The lobster would have been a really good film to see. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even want to watch it at home when it was on. I was like, oh man, yeah. I wish it's all the favorite in theaters. So, uh, listeners, uh, if you're if you're uh, listening to this, uh, please uh, tell us what movies you regret not seeing in theaters. Follow us on
0: Facebook, Instagram. We're gonna post post some discussion there. You can uh, be part of the show.
2: Yeah. And also, uh, I mean, we have a lot of uh surprisingly older listeners. Dare I say elderly <laughs> listeners. Oh, well, <laughs> J- I don't know. About JK JK. That. Um <laughs> I want a show for millennials. Uh, yeah. I wanna I wanna <laughs> hear what our uh, older listeners have to say that they regret not seeing in theaters because I know there's uh some people who uh, were around the time of our age, and some great movies came out. I'm sure they didn't see them in theaters. I want to hear. I, it. I was gonna make a like a secondary list of movies that I wish I could have seen in theaters. Like oh. like 2001,
0: like a bygone era. Yeah, we should I, we should uh, send. I'll send a message off to Michael Saint Michael and see what he what he misses seeing in theaters because he said <laughs> he used to go see a movie every single day when he moved to Long Beach. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears>
2: okay, <throat> hey, Yeah.
0: Nice. All right. Well, I have, uh, I have a couple of, I don't really have any news, but I got a couple of emails I'd like to read. <clears throat> nice. All right. This email is from listener, Brendan, Brendan Beal, uh, sending back to back weeks. And we, we mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, that we weren't getting a whole lot of listener emails. So thanks for continually writing in, Brendan. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Um, so this is about, uh,
2: this one's for you, Brendan.
0: There it is. (laughs) This one's called, this is titled The Fifth Element. Uh, Brendan writes The Fifth Element, in all its extra long cigarette filter glory, is one of my favorite films. It was funny to hear Joseph talk about always seeing The Fifth Element on a Saturday morning. The first time I rented it from Blockbuster with my friends, we saw it late Friday night, but then turned it on again for a second viewing at four in the morning. Tyler's theory of the dead coworkers was awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I forgot about
0: that. When I first saw the scene of them going into the freezer, I thought they were dead too. Keep up the hot takes, listener Brendan. And I agree. The first time I saw it too, I'm like, well, those
2: guys are dead. <laughs> oh, no, they were. You pulled them out of the freezer. They were not alive. Those are clones. <laughs> clones. They're, clones, just, unc- I they're say. just unconscious. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: It was weird though that um, he shut the door back on him. He took the took, <laughs> know, the, right? took the ticket. He's <laughs> like, "All hey, right, I'm gonna have to in paradise." Shuts the door again. Yeah. Um, right, so, th- so this email is from Jamie Miner,
2: my mother. <laughs>
0: that one, this is uh, Tyler's mother. My mother. Um, so this is uh, the subject of this email is regarding episode fifty four, Clueless, <clears throat> and this is a. Uh, a doozy of an email. I love oh, it. Oh, shit. Hi, young lads. This is Tyler's incredibly wealthy champagne drinking parent, Jamie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: a few notes. Number one. First and foremost, Clueless is a modern day retelling of Jane Austen's 18, 19, 1815 novel, Emma. Yeah. Emma, yeah. Cher Horowitz, the protagonist of the story, is a beautiful, high-spirited, intelligent, and slightly spoiled young woman from the landed, land of gentry. Slightly spoiled? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> her mother died when she was young, and although intelligent, she lacks the discipline to practice or study anything in depth. She is portrayed as compassionate to the poor, but at the same time has a strong sense of class status. Her affection for and patience towards her father are also noteworthy. While she is in many ways mature, Emma takes makes some serious mistakes, mainly due to her lack of experience and her conviction that she always is right. Although she has vowed she will never marry, she delights in making matches for others. She has a brief flirtation with Frank Churchill. However, she realizes at the end of the novel that she loves Mr. Knightley. Hmm, very interesting. Jane Austen, modern-day filmmaker. Right in
2: Prejudice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is on the fan pick from Listener.
0: Oh, it is Jay. Jay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I think Jane Austen's stories, I've never read. Uh, much of Never anything. read uh, a uh, book. Yeah, much of anything really. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know how to read. I t- I tried uh, re- reading "Men Are Mars, Women Are From Venus," but there was no space travel in it, so I <laughs> I, I turned that shit right off. <laughs> what is this? I know, <laughs> like bullshit. Um, but yeah, that's kind of interesting. I think that uh, Tyler had mentioned her weird relationship with her father in in Clueless, and it, it's, it's pulled creepy pulled from the source material. I mean, she's taking care of Daddy. I home.
2: did so I did know it was based off of a book. Um I just think that I don't like I feel like the, the core of the story of Clueless can trans- transcend into other mm-hmm. generations, but specifically for Clueless, I think there's some aspects of that movie which cannot well maybe go. Maybe, maybe
0: that's why this this TV series didn't work, is because the novel itself has a structure and it's just basically just playing off this one character yeah. who is Emma. <clears throat> um, and then after that, it's just kind of like trying to capitalize on the success of it, I guess.
2: It's like, how do you do that? I mean, it's like a, it, it contained like yeah. story a, rather than a continuing plot. It has a beginning, middle and end, even though the movie really didn't. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh, they made a Emma movie. What? a movie called Emma with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, really? i
0: never heard of it. Oh, interesting. I like her. She's really cute. She's a great actress uh, from what I've seen I'm her pretty mind. sure. I mean, she was great in Glass. Is it Glass or Split? It's The Witch. <laughs> it's well, she was, in, she was also in <laughs> Yelp. Oh, you're right. It was Split. It was oh, it was The Witch. Uh, the Split.
2: <laughs> and it, yeah, Emma, released in 2020. In 1800s, England, a well-meaning but selfish young woman meddles in the love lives of her friends. That sounds like it. Clueless but part two. This is like directly based from the book.
0: Uh, mm. Yeah. No one wants to see that. <laughs> all right. So uh, Jamie continues. Uh, number two, oh, shit. your review of Clueless was a perfect explanation of Emma. Hilarious. Rewatch the film after you do a little reading on Emma and Jane Austen. All the things that the kids of Clueless get away with drugs, sleeping with a college boy at 16, negotiating grades, <laughs> etc is all about class status. Rich people have more power than the poor. Truth. <laughs> 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 Clueless is one of my fave films of all time. Mainly because I'm a girl, I worship the wardrobe of Clueless, and mean and every girl at my date went to Contempo at the mall to buy them. Uh, that they mentioned it in in the movie. They said con, straight out of Contempo casual. <clears throat> Oh yeah. That was the name okay. of, the, of the store. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, also I love Amy Heckerling's portrayal of youth culture. Everything she does is purposeful and not brainless teen flicks with sex and drinking at parties. Every character has a purpose and every action has a consequence. Love the episode. P.S. I invite you all over for a swim in my Vault of Gems and take a swig from my champagne fountain.
2: Cheers. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, we, have a plentiful, we have plentiful of gems and champagne. They have a caviar dispenser at their house. That, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> it, on tap. Caviar on tap. Like Straight sure. out of the yeah. Continental caviar. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, th- thank you for the email, Jamie. I love it. Appreciate that so- very much. Thanks for listening.
2: Yeah, that uh, that, was, that was a very good and concise uh, review of Clueless as well. I would, I uh, mother, I wish you called in to <laughs> say all these great things about it. We, I don't understand. We're, we're gonna
0: uh, we're we're gonna erase our Clueless episode. We're just gonna do it again. We're just gonna replace that the reading of that email. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so I don't I don't have any news stories besides that. I just wanted to take a moment to read the uh, the listener emails and uh, get right into streaming
2: picks. Cool. Joseph, Joseph, what do you got? Um, so I have two. Uh, one streaming on Netflix called "The Devil All the Time."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, watch uh, listen to our uh, film class field trip episode that was just released today. This is Saturday. In the you are listening to this in the future, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we it's the the new release that yes. Joseph will talk about now.
2: The Devil All the Time, uh, directed by somebody named Antonio Campos. Um, starring, some some guy st- starring Tom, yeah, just some guy. Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, um, Mia Wasikowska for a l- little bit. Uh Bill Skarsgård and. Um, other people. So a guy from Harry Potter. Yeah. You know. <laughs> a lot of, lot of good lot of good acting in this. Yeah. Yeah. It's um if you liked The Place Beyond the Pines, you will like well and you like murder. And you like <laughs> and you like and you like uh I don't know, serial killer documentaries. Um you no, will, I love murder. You will <laughs> like this. You will like this movie. Um it is the weirdest uh Marvel movie that I've seen. Um <laughs> Oh, yeah, Sebastian Stans, yes. uh, Bucky. Uh, origin story of Spider Man and, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, really good. Um, Stream on Netflix, anybody can watch it. You know, Netflix, definitely worth your time. A little, little dark and a little long. Um, yeah, if you're into like more of the disturbed uh, media, um, this should tickle your fancy. It's really dark. It yeah. is yeah. a really dark. It does not like, end happy either. Kind of like Big Fish. Oh yeah. <laughs> Except I wasn't crying at the end. I yeah. wasn't bawling my yeah. eyes out. Um, so if you like Big Fish, you'll like this one what? <laughs> <laughs> Who's which? Who, who plays Ewan McGregor?
0: Is it Tom Holland? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about uh, how about uh, who plays the giant? Who plays who plays Doctor Manhattan in that? Billy Crudup. Uh, yeah, is that, is that uh, Bill Skarsgård plays uh, Doctor Manhattan from Big, yeah, from Big Fish? He has he he
2: has multiple roles. <laughs> All right, um, and my other stream pick um, is uh, not for everyone. It is a not an easy watch. This is called The Loved Ones, um, mm-hmm. directed by Sean Byrne. Who directed this movie called The Devil's Candy after this movie, which I saw first, which is also really good and you should check out. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but The Loved Ones is streaming on. It's a documentary? No, it's a movie, Um, a fictional movie. Mm. Um, Where did I watch this? Let me just look it up real quick. Um, But The Loved Ones is um, Think Texas Chainsaw Meets Misery. Ugh. it is not for the faint of heart. Streaming on Prime and Pluto TV. Pluto TV. <laughs> um, so basically, the premise is that uh, it takes place in Australia. Um, there's this kid who ha- is dealing with the loss of his dad in a car accident where he was, where the kid was driving. Oh boy! And so he's kind of just like dealing with that, um, and he gets basically kidnapped by this girl who asked him to prom. And he basically said no to her. And that's where the Texas Chainsaw element comes in. Uh, and then the misery element comes in after that. Oh, no. So it's basically... I'm intrigued. I'm it's, intrigued. It's a, it's a torturous movie, literally and figuratively. Is it graphic? Yes. It's, it's torture? Very graphic. The Loved Ones? The Loved Ones. Um, it goes places that I did not think it was going to go. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Mm-hmm. but oh, okay. Um, yeah, I have a job for that actually. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, I don't regret
0: watching it, but I did not have a good time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, oh, oh it's, boy. It's not necessarily fun. And there's there's like some kind of there's some like short, kind of funny moments. He has a friend um that who's kind of humorous. He's kind of this dopey stoner kid uh-huh. who um who is going to prom with this kind of like goth chick that is out of his league. Um Big titty goth chick. Yeah, kind of. It all kind of ties in, <laughs> ties in together. You you wonder how this this kid's gonna get out of this situation because mm-hmm. he's like the back, like he's like in the outback of Australia, basically. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah,
0: so it's a, he's kind of stuck in the wilderness, essentially, out in the bush. He's held captive to a chair. Oh, so, basically. Uh,
2: I did. I, that's all I need to know. Is there a I, bo- is there a bottom to the chair? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, <sighs> there. But yeah, just yes, <laughs> but also no. <laughs> all right, yes. All right, uh, torture s- porn streaming on Prime. Okay, would you say this is on the level of Hostile, or is it better than Hostile? It's a better movie, than I think, than Hostile. Okay, well, it's, I can abide by that. I'll, I'll hostile it was it out. not great. Uh, well, the, the premise it was, was, it was fine. Hostile is is purely torture porn, but this has more. Like there's a little context to it. It's like you care a little more about story and characters. Mm. Got it. Um, Yeah, but it's it's worth a watch. But be very cautious. (laughs) Okay,
0: that's fair enough. I don't think I'll
2: watch this. I'm not a huge fan of torture porn. Uh, Okay. Well, um, that watch. Watch the Devil's Candy then. Okay. The Devil's Candy is is it's still disturbing, but not uh, not as gory. A little bit more. It's a little bit more creepy. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm down with the creepiness. Yeah, cool. Well, to put it on the uh, complete opposite side of the spectrum for my streaming pick, streaming on Amazon Prime, uh, uh, 2007 Smiley Face, starring <laughs> Anna Faris, John Krasinski, huh. Danny Madison. Uh, have you guys heard of this movie before? I think I have. No, so it's like a. It's basically an indie movie about Anna Faris. She plays this like ultra stoner girl who eats uh, like a six or a dozen so of edible cupcakes. Dear God, <laughs> and yeah, and so basically after she eats it, she becomes like almost permanent stone <laughs> for the whole movie. Wow. Like she she becomes like a like a a, a playful idiot, and uh, she's just. <laughs> Did her well, friends let her eat the cupcakes? Well, they, uh, no, she, her roommate was gone and she was, you know, she was just kind of a little stoned and hungry. And she's like, oh, cupcakes. They were oh, on the counter. And then she starts eating them on the couch. And then all of a sudden, she has this inner monologue realizing the impact of what she had just done. And so the basic synopsis is. Uh, Anna Faris plays a young actress who eats her roommate's cupcakes that are laced with marijuana. And then her day becomes a series of misadventures. Where's John Krasinski come in? Uh, John Krasinski plays like the nerdy dude who's like into her. You know, it's funny uh, after watching this movie. Well, I've seen it a few times, but after watching it recently, do you remember that episode in The Office where he steals Dwight's identity? Yeah. where He yeah. he looks exactly like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's
1: but funny. that's
2: like his character, though. Like, that's not even like, a gimmick. Like, that's who he's trying to be. Oh, that's funny. Wow. Um, it's a really fun, uh, sort of positive movie in these really dark times that we're living in right now. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it, it's a real good escapism movie to a time where... You could eat six uh, edibles and wander around Long Beach and nothing bad would happen to you. Um, God damn, that sounds like a terrible time. <laughs> well, they, they, it makes it... They, it's they, funny? It, yeah. They make it funny? It, it's, it's funny and it's also endearing. All right. Which I I I needed to watch something like that. So I like I like Ana Ferris a lot. That's yeah, cool. She plays a fantastic positive stoner, kind of like the stoner that you would see on the streets who is just blissfully unaware of anything that's happening around them. They're just you know, they're just like a snail going on their own trail <laughs> looking for the next piece of grass. I'm cool with that. <laughs> so uh streaming on Amazon Prime, smiley face, which by the way, I had been looking for this movie forever. Like even when I remembered it, like a couple of years ago, I, I went on Amazon to look for it, to try to rent it. It wasn't available even to rent. So hmm. this was a great treat. Nice. Uh, yeah. a uh, very good film. Cool.
0: All right. Um, <laughs> um, I have a revisited Joseph streaming pick from two weeks ago, little monsters. Oh yeah. Streaming on Hulu and i it was a delight <laughs> really was like joseph said it's it's hard to find uh, good comedies are hard to come fi- yeah. come by nowadays that's true yeah. uh it this had me laughing out loud many, many times. Josh Gad killed it, no pun intended <laughs> and uh it just watch watching his character he his timing is so good yeah, and they were scenes like you know you can you can uh do a lot in editing to improve like comedic timing sure, but his scenes were conversational back and forth conversations with the other characters and his time, oh, his timing is so good. It's so funny. He's like a cross between like Jack Black and Chris Farley. Um, um, so mm-hmm. good. Uh, also the, the main lead, he's a, an Australian actor who looks almost like a Hemsworth cousin, you know, but with the personality of Adam divine from workaholics. Um, oh, yeah. he's, yeah, he was pretty funny in it. The fir- I enjoyed him in the first half quite a bit more than the last half when he, when he softened up. But when he's playing the like in the bus. Yeah, I think the The bus was good. Doing his best, Tenacious D yeah. impression. <laughs> his uh his basically stoner, loser, washout, out, wa- uh washed up uh metalhead um was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the little kid was funny too. Yeah. So solid movie. Comedy, horror, um, rated R, you know, not not for the kids, but you know, not too far R. Uh that's little monster streaming on Hulu. Totally good good watch. So thank you, Joseph. Um, I also watched another really fun horror movie called The Babysitter, Killer Queen, streaming on Netflix. This is the sequel to the original Babysitter from 2018, I I believe. Um, It originally had Samara Weaving in it. Uh, Judah Lewis plays the main character, Cole, who was the child who she was babysitting in the first one. This is set two years after. Mm and um, she died or disappeared in the first one, and she's really not in this movie at all. Spoilers. Yeah, Uh, at the very end, you know, after it's all done. And this is a Mick G G movie, directed by Mick G, and he has a very specific tone for his movies, very, like, kind of high energy and fun. You like uh, Terminator Salvation.
2: You'll like this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched it. Well, count me out already. I watched. I watched it, and I was like, that didn't seem like a Mick G movie. He, he's kind of like I don't know. He he feels almost like a Todd Phillips, but a little bit more, uh, a little darker maybe for some of his movies. Um, but this is pure slasher B horror porn. It's like the 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 kills are st- extreme and over the top. The gr- the gore is really gory but in like a car-
2: cartoonish way. Like no person has that much blood in their body. Like uh <laughs> like Grindhouse um like uh what's the a- the oh. death blow and uh, planet terror planet terror and yeah. death, death proof death proof actually. yeah Not death blow death <laughs> blow <Ooh. laughs>
0: sounds sounds like a, that is a movie <laughs> is it yeah oh cool I wouldn't be surprised it's on uh it's streaming on Faku yeah. <laughs> <laughs> death proof yeah. um no it's kind, I guess kind of like that but it doesn't have the dark like uh from dusk till dawn feel to it it's very like fun and campy mm. um like everybody's like there's there's a, a five minute dance scene in it. But it, it's in someone someone's head, you know. So it doesn't take itself seriously. Not at all. It okay. is pure fun. This is a Friday Friday night movie or a Saturday afternoon movie. Oh okay. Super Saturday afternoon maybe. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Oh. Just like just before dinner. Very fun. I don't know if I would watch a movie like
2: this during the daytime. Uh, you could do, you could do it nighttime. Well, it, I mean, I guess it depends on the Friday night. Se- it depends on the season because like Days are shorter mm-hmm. in the fall and winter. Mm-hmm. So like it's nighttime yeah. by the time you're before dinner.
0: And it is, yeah. it is a good, uh, it is a good, like a uh, spooky Halloween uh, uh, preamble movie, just like, um, just like little monsters was um, mm-hmm. Joseph said uh, the other week. Um, good, good movie to get yourself in the mood for Halloween and the spooky stuff. Um, I also watched um, birds of prey, the Harley Quinn movie. I won't say much about it better than I expected. That's streaming on, uh, on HBO um, it wasn't as good as I feel like I've heard a lot of people say about it it was just way better than suicide squad so it got <laughs> it got it got like a big pass yeah um, but it was
2: fun it was fun enough it suffered from the marketing though like the marketing of It was all over the place m- yeah. uh, of the suicide squad and Harley Quinn it just they they were go they were going for that hot topic sponsorship. <laughs> and definitely it just, and it just came off so so wrong and
0: it, it, you could tell it really tried hard to be edgy but at the end of the day it worked pretty well i mean they had some really good like brawl kill scenes in it that yeah. were that were a lot gory like rougher gorier than i expected and supposedly the new one is going to be even more. So
2: Oh, yeah, there's, there's another one? Yeah, they're coming they're, out with yeah. the... Yeah, they, they're scrapping the old Suicide Squad and they're coming out with a new Suicide Squad. Yeah, the old one was called
0: Suicide Squad. This one's called
2: The Suicide
0: Squad. They're like, eh,
2: let's try again. Yeah. Not, I mean, they have unlimited money. Why not? Who, <laughs> you know? Do you know, who directed the first one? It was, uh, it was uh, Tim Miller, I think. He directed the uh, uh, Deadpool director
0: let's see Birds of uh, what was it called oh, the, the, you were talking about Suicide Squad yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: let's see here Miller I think oh, it,
0: Tim Lord and Phil Miller
2: yeah no no
0: Tim Miller Tim Miller from Deadpool director and David Ayer David Ayer David Ayer did it of um, The Tax Collector and Harsh Times yeah well he, di- he directed Suicide that's never a, mind that's funny <laughs> Um, so not, not a really a big streaming pick if you're, if you stayed away because you were afraid there was going to be just a shit show and a, like garbage, like a uh, suicide squad, um, was it's much better than that. So HBO streaming on that. But my real streaming pick is Cape fear from 1991. Um, yeah. Um it's only streaming on DirecTV subs but it's like a $2 rental on YouTube. Wait, you you have a subscription to DirecTV? I do not. I have the movie so I oh. I showed it to Brie this week and I thought I hope, I hope this is streaming somewhere. So technically it's streaming on directv subs but it's this is just
2: a recommendation. It's just
0: a recommendation for anything. Mm. <laughs> Watch it for for any listener who's below the age of 40 who probably wasn't uh t- tuned into Cape Fear um you know when it closer to its release. It's Robert De Niro in his prime. He is so goddamn good in this. I showed it to Bree. I've seen it before. I showed it to her this week. I and mean, we watched it and she's like, "Oh my gosh, Robert De Niro is a badass." Um He's also yeah. uh Travis Bickle. Creepy.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. Creepy. I, uh, yeah, I've seen this movie with my dad and, um, this is a good dad movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely. Be, Cause it's like, like watching it and I'm like, so he, De Niro's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, who is it, Nick. No, not Nick. Nolte. Nick it is Nick. Nolte. Nick
0: Nolte. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is Nick Nolte. He plays a lawyer, right? Yeah. He plays the lawyer who he's getting revenge at. And there's so many tropes from, uh, modern media that come from this movie. Like, uh, um, the love hate tattooed on the knuckles is not from this movie, but it's kind of pulled in with all the stereotypical prison, uh, inmate tattoos. Sure. And, like, working out with all the aggressive tattoos. Is there's,
2: there is there, there's a shot in that movie where it's Robert, it's like the, there's like a kid watching Robert De Niro walk around the house. Right. Like behind the fence. Like he's like walking behind the brick wall.
0: Yeah. There's, yeah, he's, he's basically, he's a inmate that was put away for 14 years. Nick Nolte is a public, def- was a public defender who chose to sit on some evidence that may have exonerated his victim mm. or his, his, his uh, client was, who is, who is uh, Rob Robert De Niro. De Niro Play characters. Name is Max Cady, Very uh, famous uh, character in, in cinema history. And uh, he basically gets out, learns the law while he's in prison. And he, he just walks right on the edge of what you can legally do. He's not harassing him, but he kind of, he really is harassing him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You um.
0: know, He befriends more or less his 14 year old daughter. And there's a very uncomfortable long scene with him in the high school theater department where he confronts his daughter there and, I won't even say what happens because it's it's very sexual and uncomfortable. Shocking! It's shocking, and I, I looked into it because um, we were watching it, and I'm like, "There's no way she actually is doing this with him right now. How is this po- How is this possible?" Well, Juliette Lewis was 16 at the time of filming, and when she was 14 years old, she was had herself legally declared as an adult and emancipated from her parents, so she didn't have to uh, adhere to Child, oh. child labor laws
1: in, oh, in Hollywood. No.
0: So she could do work 12 hour days because she was like, I was tired of being on set and people say, we got 10 minutes till we lose the kid. She's like, fuck that. I'm a, I'm an actress. I'm going to get emancipated. And Damn, that's commitment. Yeah. No shit. And uh, look so, at
2: her now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, uh, the, the, really cool thing too, about, um, the, well, Cape, the Cape Fear, this is a remake. Um, originally it was, uh, 1961 was the original, and, um, let's see, who was and it? And
2: then Robert De Niro is playing the kid.
0: <laughs> no, not, not quite. But, uh, <laughs> Robert Mitchum plays one of the lieutenants in this and he played Max Cady in the original. Oh. And Gregory Peck is, he, he is a, a lawyer and he played the lawyer character. Oh, Gregory Peck playing a lawyer. Yeah. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. I know. Atticus Finch himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it's really cool. They took the two leads and made them like, uh, small parts in the new one in the remake which was pretty cool oh. and this is a, a martin scorsese movie so i mean you can't get
2: but can't get much better than that martin
0: scorsese
2: just solid uh well what i was getting at uh, with the uh, fence <laughs> the shot of him oh yeah behind the brick wall was that it because in joker there's a similar shot where he's behind the a gate when he's talking to young bruce wayne
0: Oh, oh yeah, and I yes. was like, that's
2: similar, a little
0: similar. That sh- yeah, the shot's probably a lot different than what if you were to compare them directly. But there is a number of scenes where he's right on the edge of their property, yeah, like on the public street and talking to the lawyer's wife, mm-hmm. and then the daughter comes up from behind and she's like, "Get back in the house! I told you to stay in the house!" And she's like, "Who's that, mama?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "You got a very pretty daughter there. Be ashamed Ugh. if something happens to her." Yeah. And he- God, he's a creep,
2: creep. Yep.
0: Watch Cape Fear. It's great. Rent it for the $2 on YouTube. Or watch
2: it on DirecTV. Yeah, Yeah. DirecTV. For all you uh, people out there who still have DirecTV.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, now let's get into a ghost story, our listener pick. And as tradition holds, we're going to give a moment of the show into the listener who chose this movie, which is going to be listener Bree. And uh, she's going to tell us exactly why she chose this movie, what it means to her, etc. And we're going to call her now. Hello. Hello, darling.
1: Hello.
0: Light of my life.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A fresh of air in her, his lungs. Yes, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, <laughs> Hey, so you're you're on the show, and we are we're reviewing a ghost story, and I just wanted to ask you why you chose this movie, what it means to you, how you like it, that sort of thing. Give us a give us a bit about a ghost story.
1: Um, I mean, I really just chose it because I like it <laughs> mostly. Um, like I like the design of the ghost, and I think that it's like kind of cute and clever to have a ghost that just looks like a person in a sheet. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Like, to me, it kind of is what, like, a child would imagine this movie is of, like, it, to me, it's, like, a child's imagination of what happens after death, even though it's not, like, a childlike movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's charming <laughs> that the ghost is, like, in a sheet. <laughs>
0: um, what what do you think uh, – what was your favorite part of the movie?
1: Uh, is, like, is it okay to say spoilers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I like the part where the neighbor ghost has, like – every interaction you've had, you can tell that they're waiting for someone. And then I like the part where the houses are demolished and the neighbor goes, I don't think they're coming and then disappears. Oh my God. I just got
2: chills thinking about that. That's my
1: favorite part in the whole movie. It's like that when I was watching it for the first time, I was like, well, I automatically love this movie now.
0: Yes. So sad. So sad. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just feel like the, like the loneliness of the movie is kind of relatable. Like, even though, you know, you're not dead. It's like, he can kind of relate to what he's feeling, like watching life pass him by. And like, he's just watching.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Would you, would you recommend this to everybody? This movie?
1: No, absolutely not. (laughs) Oh my
2: God. Well, who would you recommend it to?
1: Well, so I think that because like as much as I love it, I can tell that it's not really a movie for everybody. Um, I would definitely recommend it for people who are patient and they like slow burn type movies, like not someone who wants something that's like in your face and everything's just obvious of what's happening. Like maybe people who are like into something that's a little more sad or slow and you don't really like get a lot of dialogue from it. So people who are interested in more like slow things, I guess, Mm -hmm. and sad.
0: You definitely have to be patient on this one.
1: Yeah, like it's if, um, like I wouldn't recommend this movie to my dad.
0: <laughs> this is not, this is wait, this isn't a dad movie.
1: No, I mean, maybe some people's dads, but I don't think my dad would enjoy this film. I think he would text me and be like, Shorty, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> now
0: Brad has to listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, you have to recommend it to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, um,
0: tell him, hey, Brad, we talk about you about the one hour mark. <laughs> Um well that's 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 great. We're uh we're gonna get into the movie now and talk about the ins and outs and all the good stuff. And uh thanks for calling in and uh listening to the show. Yeah,
1: thanks for choosing my movie after
2: a year. Hey, it was a it, year? It's been a whole year?
1: I don't remember why I picked the movie now, actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey,
0: we get wait, there's no special treatment here. It was a rant was a luck of the draw. It was you're the random number nine. Um Hey, our uh, since you're a, a you listen every single day, multiple times every time. Every time we release brand new release, she tells me all the time, "Great episode, babe, love it." <laughs> um, what's your yep. favorite? What's your favorite episode of ours?
1: Oh man, um, so many good ones. I really <laughs> love the episode where you guys talk about Twilight. It was my by far my favorite, <laughs> and I definitely agree with you. I'm Team Edward, like vampires all day.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Tyler was saying he's Team Edward. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think actually, uh, I know you're being facetious. Thanks, babe. <laughs> I, I like
2: Twilight.
1: I don't no. care. I like all vampires, even if they sparkle. I'm not ashamed to say. Doesn't it doesn't
2: even matter. It just has to deal with vampires. Yeah, I,
1: exactly. I, I love the little vampire. I love the big vampire. I love all <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, i think the only time we actually brought up twilight on this episode was in uh cringiest movie moments <laughs> oh yeah it
1: does it, have j- j- some cringy movie moments it but,
0: was, well <laughs> that's true it was it was it was the moment that i saw twilight for the first time and all of, like the the um hate that it was getting for having sparkle vampires i was like oh my god it's accurate all the, <laughs> all the talk is true <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't
1: even care though like I'm not ashamed to say I like it but I also like great vampire movies like the original Fright Night who cares it's a vampire yeah. I'm oh, sold
2: <laughs> or interview with the vampire
1: that's yeah. also a great one or as cheesy as it is Queen of the Dam*.
2: oh that's a good one yeah, too It's a good one too
0: rest in peace Aaliyah oh.
1: alright vampire episode where just me and Tyler
0: host. <laughs> yeah that, that, that's absolutely correct that's for you gotta, <laughs> you gotta save that for Ty- Tyler and Comrades
1: yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> this the spin-off of uh it's not middle class film class, it's everyone class uh <laughs> <Yeah>. Gavin Chatterfest. <laughs> it's the working yeah. class. Yeah, the working class. Oh no working Down with the bourgeoisie. <laughs> um all right, thanks, babe. I really appreciate you calling in and uh we'll we'll talk to you later. Yep,
1: have fun. Bye.
0: Bye right, bye. Bye. What a delight. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so let's get just get into it um a ghost story from
2: 2017
0: 17 Yeah uh rated R for some reason uh written and directed by David Lowry Yeah um starring Casey Affleck, Rooney Mara and Delroy Lindo oh, I mean just kidding he's not in this <laughs> so. Um really no one else is in this movie between the two of them um it, there's, I mean, there's like a bunch of credits and, and as starring Luke Perry. <laughs> Him, too. <laughs> he was the second ghost, actually. He was under the second sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> when time folds on itself and yeah, the, the ghost visits yeah. back at his previous ghost life and sees the other version of his ghost. <laughs> that was Luke Perry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also starring Kesha. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kesha. Did you yeah. catch that, Tyler? Yeah, 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 I, I did. I wasn't yeah. sure if I, I forgot that uh, that was a thing. Yeah. after rewatching this um but basically this is a story of an unnamed couple um when you if you watch it with the subtitles on it just says man and woman mm-hmm. on IMDb their credit is as C and M Casey Affleck's character is C Rooney Mara's character is M
2: how creative C
0: for Casey M for Mara yeah and um <clears throat> basically they're living together in a house in Texas and um is it Texas
2: I yeah. believe so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's where it was filmed at. It was filmed, it was filmed in Texas. It was filmed in Texas. I think you can see in the license plates it says Texas in the car yeah. crash scene, Uh-oh. and also David Lowry took the dialogue from their fight about her wanting to leave that that house yeah. from his fights with his actual wife about moving to L.A. She wanted to move to L.A. He didn't. He wanted to stay in Texas. Yeah, and that was the basis of their conversation and the strife. The strife. Mm. The strife. So, yeah, pulled from real life. So, um, like marriage story, yeah. actually, We were just <laughs> talking about that. Um, so basically, Casey Affleck dies in a car crash. Spoiler alert, and he turns into a ghouly ghost, a cartoonish ghost with a sheet over his head and two eye holes cut out. And it is a, is so, f- it's such a fun thing for such a sad movie. It's a cartoonish ghost, yeah. yeah. Like a, it's, like a, a, s- it's like your Halloween costume. As a five year old. Yeah. It's like, it's what they put, it's basically what they put on top of ET when he dressed him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and Casey Affleck was under the sheet the whole time. Yeah. yeah
2: that's true. I, I want to go over a few things before we get into the meat of a ghost story uh-huh. starring Zach Baggins. Uh, <laughs> Zach Baggins. So, 2017 was an incredible year for films. So, we have Blade Runner 20. 20- 49 mm-hmm. coming out, uh, Dunkirk mm-hmm. coming out, uh, Beauty and the Beast live action remake. <laughs> the, huh? Cho- the shot for shot remake. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Justice League. Uh, the, the Snowman, the Michael Fassbender movie. The original It, Wonder <laughs> Woman. This was an incredible time for a film. Daddy's Home 2. and (laughs) and, well i I can't say anything (laughs) about that but i think a ghost story falls under the radar just because of the caliber of what was coming out in 2017 and so with that said i want to read some uh red box reviews that um, of a ghost he, story. Of a ghost story. So is,
0: to, to be clear, Redbox, you're talking about the place you would go outside a CVS to rent a DVD. The, yeah, exactly. DVD
2: vending machine. Yeah, yeah. Or, outside of your Seven Eleven. Yeah, Seven Eleven, CVS, what have you? Okay. Uh, so the first one is, and I'm only reading the one star
0: versions. I, I didn't think Redbox was still around. I consider them super spreaders at this point. <laughs>
2: Probably. I mean, it's just like, uh, like uh, the jump bikes and the lime yeah. scooters, and the yeah. bird scooters. I mean, when's the last time you've seen a red box? I don't know. Yeah, don't exactly. Know. Last time I was buying my uh, mega million scratcher at 7 <laughs> Eleven. So, the first one is, uh, beca- and I think we can all agree that we really enjoyed this movie and this was a masterful piece. Uh, uh, well, you're putting words in our mouth here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, uh, so, <laughs> first one star review. Don't bother. This made as much sense as visually looking for a pin in a haystack. What a freaking bore. <laughs> Quote unquote. Wave this ghost by. <laughs> what? Wow. Why you gotta be like sassy? He's, right, he's, he's bringing pages, this yeah. guy. <laughs> or why they gotta be sassy. <laughs> yeah. Second one slow, slow, and more slow. Okay. Uh, Accurate. Third, okay. So you're uh, not no, wrong. Yeah. The third one horrible, disastrous. I'm not even sure what I witnessed despite watching it twice to try to figure out if I missed something the first time. I, nope. <laughs> do not waste your money. Wow. The only good part was Casey Affleck, but he is not stellar either. <laughs> I hated it so much I wanted to watch it a third time. I like these inflections you're giving me. I know. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George Bush. I got. have two more. <laughs> Disappointing. Trailer looked good, but nope. Gets to the point of unbearable watching. 12 minutes of women watching. (laughs) Disappointed. This this is kind of a grammatically weird sentence. 12 minutes of women watching, eating a pie in silence till she pukes. Okay. This is not art. Such a shame because the story itself is good movie, but the movie is slow paced mess. Gets lost in attempt to be film festival
0: material. I think Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny wrote that one.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> here's, the, here's the last yeah. one. Here's the last one. The absolute. This is all in caps too. Uh, the absolute <laughs> worst movie I have ever seen. I kept watching to see if it would get better. It never did. In case are still cur- Curious. Put She over your head Don't say word You have a friend Videotape you For a few years Casey Affleck Paid for this (laughs) I
0: am Very disappointed
2: And then That's what they sound like And and then I'll have An encore for one It's all these reviews Are Zorg Yeah (laughs) And then one more Nah I couldn't do this one That's the last one Not dope Oh yeah Um so I'll start off. Uh, Ghost Story, <laughs> I think, was uh, probably one of my favorite films of 2017. Wait, so you, you wouldn't give this a one star on Redbox? Uh, no, I would give it a, a, a five stars. Uh, oh. Five star and not even to get into grading at this point because I already <laughs> I I think everyone already knows that <laughs> I'm going to give it an A. But an incredible film. I think that the. I think it was shot in a 4 3 aspect with like the weird vignette cuts or rounded corners. Yeah. I think that worked really well with this film, considering how uh, close it was supposed to be with the characters. Like, I feel like if it was shot in like a wide spec Mm -hmm. sort of deal, it would. Come off as comical with the uh, cheat ghost uh, costume, mm-hmm. so I think it did really well with it being super close. And I, you know, when I first saw this movie, because this was the second time viewing it, I was, I was thinking like, oh my god, this is gonna be like some hipster mumblecore bullshit,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but
2: it was not that at all. It was incredibly great, even though Casey Affleck. Soon after this film was released, was uh, uh, accused of being a sex pervert. Sex uh, pervert, yeah. And uh, he's a beefcake. <laughs> he was in this movie too. <laughs> no, he
0: was. He was. In, he was channeling his inner, his inner cavil. That
2: well, yeah,
0: yeah. So well, um, more like Tom uh, Brad Pitt in Fight Club.
2: Yeah, well, that's true too. I I loved it. a little more fat. I'm just <clears> gonna, <throat> I, I'm just gonna say it. Hold on, <laughs> I love this movie. That, that that's absolutely correct. I love. I'm just gonna this, say it. I, I love this. But this movie. is a movie. <laughs> well I love it. Let's uh, get sad in here. <laughs> what about you, P? What What did you think of a Ghost Story? Well, um, existentially, bro, it's really dark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the it's one of the best super sad movies. That I've seen, I love it. It's great. I think that uh, it's it, they could they could have boiled this movie down into like um, twenty minutes. They could have made it a short. But just the amount of patience and balls that it takes to shoot a five minute scene of him sitting on basically a gurney under a sheet and then sitting up under the sheet is uh, really admirable. Sure, I, I like. I really loved the fact that there was like. So much breathing in every scene that mm-hmm. they take, they let they let Rooney Mara uh, really com- completely like, fill every single scene. the The pie eating scene is fantastic. You don't even, you know, a lesser filmmaker would like do like cut to her face and like up close shots of her of her you know, fingers going into the pie and stuff, or sure. up, up close of her eyes. You can like,
2: even see it.
0: Yeah, you can even imagine what that would look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, and you can see the jump cuts and the back and forth and then like zooming in on her face and her wiping her tears from her face as she continues to eat. But they didn't do any of that. They just let you breathe in it and feel like this real emotion that none of us want to feel, but everyone will one day. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, that's why I watch movies. I'm a heartless sociopathic robot in real life. I don't, (laughs) I don't feel emotions like normal humans. So I I take all my emotions from movies. (laughs) So a movie like this is like this really great moment to just be allow you to feel sad and be okay with it. Um that's the thing I love about this movie so much. And I, and I don't really like feeling sad, but this this feels almost like
1: it's like cathartic can, in a way. You
0: can't run away from it. You're gonna you're gonna feel this. I mean, yeah. you will lose someone you love and it's gonna sh- it, it's gonna like fuck your life up and you get to watch Rooney Mara live in it and then get past it. And then as she disappears from all of it, you're left with this, like, maybe, maybe this is really what your loved ones are feeling when you're gone. You know, Damn. how, how do they, how do they feel after, after you've completely not forgot about them, but moved on to moved other on, things. Yeah. And it was, it was, it made me think about life in a way uh, that I never really thought of before. And no one wants to sit around and think about death, but it was uh, a really beautiful way to look at it. So, um, super, super, um, high recommend. Uh, I loved it a lot.
2: Um, my turn. Yeah. I uh, guess. So, yeah. So this is the first time watching it. Um, this was your first time watching it. Yes. I didn't oh, know that. Didn't man. Know that. Um, yeah. Me and Deanna's first time. What a treat. This was, uh, a, uh, it was sad. It wasn't cry sad. No. It was a different kind of sad. It's like existential. I, didn't I was cry. Disappointed yeah. because it wasn't a cry sad, but at the same time, I understand. Wait, you wanted to cry? Yeah. You yeah. went into this movie, you're like, I want to cry. Yeah, and I wasn't like trying, like like <laughs> trying to cry. No, no, no. You know? no. Let's but make yeah. it happen. Come on, guys. Let's make it happen. Get the yeah. tears out. And there was like <laughs> maybe like one moment later in the movie that was like, like, it kind of, like, gave me a hint of that feeling, but not really... Yeah. I didn't like ever get, like, that close. Kind of like um, story. I always like crying when I'm watching a, a movie, especially if it, like, whatever's that happening in the movie. It's like... if Especially the bittersweet feeling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and um, and I, it's not like I'm, like... It, like, knocks it down for me or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But um, it was... It was definitely... A interesting movie. It, I think it might have done better as a short. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how many pages the script is, and <laughs> I want. I, it,
1: it's it's not
2: long. It seems very. I mean, at the same time, it seems very calculated, yeah. and um, especially with the long shots. Um, I don't know how they did the cues for some of this. Um, it must sure. have been challenging. But, um, yeah, I think it was good. I don't know if I would watch it again. The uh, The first, I'd probably watch scenes from this movie. Yeah, it's not good call. Not necessarily the whole movie at once. Because it, it's an hour and a half, but it feels like two hours. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, it's not, and it's not like a bad thing. No, but it's it invest. In mo- there's an investment. Most movies feel, like if it feels longer than it is, it's usually a bad thing. hmm but this one, it's like you do feel the length of these scenes. I know. Sure. Um, the uh the morgue scene. I was like, is it frozen? <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering how they got they got such
0: a long take without seeing his breath, uh his chest moving and his breathing.
2: Yeah. Um he was doing also that, that that thing with the ninjas, what they do. S- <laughs> Somehow the sheet got longer also when he when he got up. It was a magical sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I, yeah, I did notice that second time viewing is like when he wakes up, like it, like the, she is in, I, perfectly encapsulating yeah. his whole body. And was like, okay, well that, it, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, um, I was, I, I was, when I got closer to the end of the movie, I was kind of imagining it going into a much darker place mm. and it, it didn't go there obviously. Um, but, um. And I'm like kind of interested to see how it would have played out if it did that Mm -hmm. with the whole time travel stuff. But it gave me hints of other movies. Um, This was a weird uh, remake of Beetlejuice. Um, (laughs) His face looked like that underneath. He stretches his
0: beak out. (laughs) Yeah. Alec Baldwin under the sheet.
2: Yeah. Yesterday, I watched it last night, Friday night. Deanna was like, we were watching. We we're watching something, and then she said she wanted to watch Beetlejuice after this. And, I just, and then I was like, I just put on a Ghost Story. And it's I was a like, it's kind of like Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's a palate cleanser. She, after you watch Ghost Story, you have to watch Beetlejuice just to, to make sure that you feel okay. So mentally. This, this was the parody of Beetlejuice. Yeah.
0: Had, had, had <laughs> she this seen this was it? a parody? Had she seen a Ghost Story? No. I don't know why I thought you seen this. I could have sworn we've talked about this movie before. Nope. Maybe I'm just mixing that up with my conversation with Tyler because I remember early on when me and Tyler first uh, became friends, we were talking about movies and stuff, and I, we
2: talked about a ghost. story. I mentioned story. a ghost yeah. story, and
0: and I mentioned the scene with the the kid. I'm assuming it's a kid or some the neighbor ghost. Yeah. yeah, Once he finally finally says, "I don't think they're coming." Yeah, and just one that had still he, get chills. He had the,
2: they had the. I think they had a floral sheet, it, yeah. It's like a pattern yeah. floral sheet. So, I, I think it's assuming that it's, it's either a kid or a young, young girl, yeah. yeah. I
0: assumed it was the person who got in the accident. with. It's weird, next door neighbors crash into each other and die, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right in front of their both
2: their houses. Well, that 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 That's yeah. an interesting like, theory, yeah, because like, I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know how important it is, um, that that is relevant, yeah, that, like if they, if that it was. Like the neighbors, yeah. Well, see, this is why I love a ghost story because it's so quaint and it's so just restrained. Because when you when you get into like paranormal stuff, it can go just like it can go the Annabelle way, mm-hmm. or it can go the Exorcist yeah. way, or it can go the uh, Blair Witch Project way. Um, this movie really showed restraint on the paranormal aspect it was more so just showing how the passage of time is different mm-hmm. uh for a ghost and humans yeah that's that'll be interesting when we get when we get into that later yeah yeah uh, but, yeah, but uh, so let's like i guess start talking about yeah like what, sure, how does sure. it start out uh you're basically
0: you basically just are plopped into this um day-to-day life of this couple Catholic and we've been married Rooney Mara. Oh,
2: Catholic. I see what you did there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And uh, they, they, it shows kind of like a little bit of um, annihilation, the relationship between Kane and and Lena. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, the two of them that shows little bits of their life, but it doesn't show like, like super important stuff like their wedding day and things. It just shows the day to day of them sitting and talking in bed together reading books together on the couch listening to um Crosby Steels and Nash. <laughs> and uh in in this there it really it kind of just shows um, you know, the guy and the girl in bed kind of nuzzling each other and sleeping awkwardly close together. N- literally necks entwined like two giraffes hugging.
2: Yeah. I just feel like I have to point out though, this is shot in a very specific uh ratio to where you feel like you're with them it's a, too. It's a school.
0: Squ- it's ba- it's shot in a square with like a mat over it. So it looks yeah. like a home movie. Yeah. And not every scene looks like that, but like the scenes when he comes back from, he's first introduced as the, the ghost. Uh, yeah. You have like shots in the interior shots of the house and it feels like you're looking at a family portrait or like a, a slide from someone's like family home movies,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I, I dig that part of it a lot. I feel like
2: that that's a benefit to mm-hmm. the closeness of it.
0: Yeah. But even in the wide shots, you can just see a, the ghost standing there looking sad somehow mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and longing uh, Just get okay. two holes. Yeah. Which is two sad holes um, just standing, standing in the living room, um, just kind of staring at what used to be his world, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I think that it was a benefit of it. Um, so yeah, the, you, you, focus on their life. There's a little bit of turmoil, but you don't see much, uh, at one point, the only real action or like, uh, ac- activity that happens during that time is they're sleeping and then their piano crashes and they hear a chung, and some music plays like mm-hmm. somebody smashed on the keys and yeah. they get up and they're like, well, "What the heck? What's this? Someone fell on my like somebody sawed their own head off. <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty much. Um, Oh, there is a piano wire, uh, built into the plot of, uh, Cape fear. Also,
2: <laughs> it's all comes it's back. All to Cape back. Fear. It's yeah. a callback. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a callback,
0: but, um, They, that's about the long and short of it. And then smash cut to, you see two cars crashed into each other and Casey Affleck's dead inside. Post-accident. Yeah, it's just, you don't see anything happen. It's just this quiet shot of these two cars' engines smoking and you don't even see the other person dead or whatever. You just see him hunched over the steering wheel, bleeding from the dome.
2: He doesn't look that beat up. No, he really doesn't. No, he does (laughs) He has like a little bit of blood coming out of his hairline and that's it. He died of shock. <laughs> uh, and literally, writes outside of his house. Yeah, he saw he saw the ghost. Yeah, how fast do you have to be driving on that? I mean, it's I don't know. It's the where they live is like open road. Yeah, what I what I chalked it up to because I thought about that too. I chalked it up to them just hitting the right places at the unfortunate right time because there's, I mean. To be honest, like if you you can get into a car accident and have neck problems for the rest of your life, and you could only be going like twenty miles an hour, it's kind of like the kid that died in Dunkirk who fell down
0: the stairs in the he hit his head in on the, the boat. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, that's what killed him. Everybody else is in this concussion dog fights and shit, and, and he just falls concussion.
2: down a, fall down a his flight down no, stairs. He, he hits his head on the yeah like the wheel. Yeah or something. Yeah, something. So that's kind of what I deducted down to. I was just like, oh, he just th- hit himself at I the. Didn't even, I didn't
0: even think about it in, in terms of that. I was just like, well, that's what we need for the story to move forward. So they're he just, just gonna... needs to be dead. Yeah, you uh, yeah.
2: He. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, so he's right by his house. He's so he's not going that fast. because He's about to pull in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the I mean, other car was going. Yeah, the other car. <clears throat> but then they're right there, so you think there would be like, like uh, they'd be like, like further debris. back. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how fast that car would have had to be going. But I guess that doesn't matter in the whole grand scheme of things. Yeah. He's, he's dead so, either way. He's yeah. dead
0: and he's a uh, smash cut to he're in the morgue and uh Rooney Mara's character is identifying the body. She gets to see him. They pull the sheet back, she sees his face. And I don't I can't tell if it's a realistic reaction or an unrealistic reaction that she really just wants some time alone with him. Doesn't cry, doesn't whimper, doesn't fight or scream or hunch over his body crying yeah. like lord take me instead yeah she just has her moment takes a big breath covers his face
2: back up with the sheet and walks away i think that was really well done too because i feel like more often than not that's probably a realistic reaction with a uh someone who's uh in uh in that state of trauma or I was gonna say in the relations with Casey Affleck, oh. <laughs> they're probably just like, uh, "Yep, he's dead." Uh. <laughs> but I, I thought her uh, portrayal of grieving and trauma was was very well done because it wasn't so over dramatic. It was just kind of like you can, and especially with the quietness of the scenes too. Mm-hmm. Because the music wasn't playing, and not even even background sound, like it was just silence well, they, all it, you it, hear this is it's room the sheets it was it was,
0: yeah, it was room tone and like background noise for the up to the in the hospital room, but after that when you're in the house, a lot of that like the pie scene is just completely silent. you hear her eating it though, yeah I mean, yeah, I mean talking about like score yeah. music oh, whatever yeah um but um then he. The shot, like we said earlier, lingers on the gurney with him with the sheet over him for, I don't know. A few minutes. Two two, two two to three three minutes. minutes, Quite quite a long shot. The pie scene felt
2: like 10 minutes, but it's only four minutes. Yeah, Yeah. that's true.
0: (laughs) And uh, he rises from the dead and turns his head, and then the next shot you see is him in his ghost outfit
2: yeah I like how I can hear the sheets Mm -hmm. yeah very it was very uh, uh, sound porny it's like the most unsupernatural supernatural thing yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and he he wanders his way through the hallways of the hospital and um, everyone's passing by can't see him obviously he's a ghost and he gets to the end of the hallway, and it, it, he have to go left or right, and this 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 gate opens up to the afterlife. Yeah, you assume doesn't spell it out, doesn't give you shit about it. And it, op- it opens for like a few seconds. Yeah, like ten seconds, and then it closes again. He's like, "Yeah, I got to sprint through this." Did you guys see the Void that movie? Uh,
2: that
0: horror movie? Yeah,
2: that yeah. Oh yeah, that's been a lot. Kind of like a kind of like a body horror creature, yeah, sort of wh- feature. Where all the budget went to practical, practical effects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super
0: great effects. But there was a couple of scenes when they like the door opens up, and it really felt like they uh, took a page from this.
2: Yeah, um, but he
0: oh, doesn't yeah. go in there.
2: No, but I don't think he, I mean, can you, can you really blame him though? Because like he's, he's newly dead and then all of a sudden he's uh, presented with this uh, glowing door of light and you wouldn't <laughs> want to meet your maker. Absolutely not, not right away. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> I want to fuck around on earth for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I could do the stuff that he does in this movie, I would, mm. I would sh- chill for a while. <laughs> Abs- well, I, I think he, yeah, yeah. I think that was his one and only chance. But, but, which we'll get to, we'll get to well, his. Not, okay, I okay. mean, not uh, really, because he obviously ends up going somewhere to hell. is an it? Straight go? to hell, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and My then favorite
0: sequel to Straight
2: to Hell, he leaves the hospital, and he there's this incredible shot of him walking in across the uh, landscape. The landscape, I love that That's shot, a great shot because huh? it's just him and it's Casey Affleck in a sheet going across some farmland some, some farm he had to uh <laughs> he had to wear a bunch of petticoats underneath right. the the sheet to to give it more body like, like fill it out Is that right? Yeah. Like, wow. okay, so he's basically wearing giant skirts underneath. Yeah. Oh my god, and in Texas too with the humidity he's uh, probably sweating. And a hoop also. And a hoop? <laughs> yeah. It didn't even look like that too. I, it looked so natural. I thought that they probably
0: Put like a like a round kind of thick fabric cap, like dome. Uh Oh, like
2: a mascot head. Yeah,
0: like a yeah, kind of like a mascot head with like a ring, like a construction hat ring that could fit to your head. And then they glued the sheet over top of that because it kept this really nice dome. And they had the eyes where it really they did a good job of like making the structure look like a cartoon,
2: like a person under there.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it it
2: was it was it was well done. Um, So eventually, he gets to his old house. And he's kind of just, like, exploring. Yeah, he's just kind of feeling out his new legs. Giving himself a ghost tour of his house. (laughs) (laughs) And and I thought it was interesting, too, because, like, even though there's no dialogue to it, you can kind of feel like, okay, this is, like, he's feeling a new experience. Not since
0: Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes have I felt that connected (laughs) with a a wordless creature (laughs) character. Oh, yeah. Um, And then... uh, Real, the realtor, I think it's the realtor.
2: Yeah, characters. She, I mean, you don't really know until the later, movie. later in the movie, that yeah. she's the realtor. But she, I assume she, that she was a friend or the I realtor. I thought she was like her sister or something. But she did
0: have a key somehow, and she drops off a pie,
2: There's a note in a pie. Yeah,
0: and uh, Rooney Mara comes home, and Ghost Affleck is standing there like a perv watching her <laughs> <laughs> eat eat a damn pie. But the pie scene was it really was fantastic. She starts she starts standing. Standing at the island in the kitchen, she eats the pie. She cuts a slice, but then she just starts eating it with yeah, yeah. just <laughs> bites with the fork. And then she's not it's even like an very animal. Not even very far into the pie, she sits down against the cabinet in the kitchen and just goes to fucking town on this pie. Yeah, this is just a wide profile shot, mm-hmm. basically, and it, and it's a real, it's really really well shot in the sense that you can see the ghost in the living room watching her from Just a distance. Standing there. Yeah, like
2: in the peripheral vision. <laughs>
0: and he never gets very close throughout the entire movie besides no. when she's laying on the ground on her back when listening with the headphones in. Yeah, He's never really that close to her. It's almost like he's afraid that he's going to scare her mm. or something. And she eats the whole pie, start to finish, tip to tail, and... and uh, she vomits <clears> it back up. Yeah. Uh Fun fact, gluten-free crust, vegan pie. Mm-hmm, yeah. At request of Rooney Mara, it was low sugar, low calorie, and she said it tasted horrible. Yes. And she said it was the first time she ever ate pie in
2: her life. Can you can you, you even know, believe that? I can't Rooney, believe that. You know, Rooney right. Mara never uh, ate a whole pie in her a whole adult life. Well, Childhood, I, even. I mean, I didn't have pie for a long time. What? Yeah. yeah. like I, ne- I have I, a lot of gripes with your food. but uh, <laughs> Food tastes. No, not tastes, <laughs> but experiences. But, uh, I like pie now, so... <laughs> I had it before I was eighteen, so Joseph's like, you know what? I've never had soup before. I should try soup. <laughs> I mean, it's like that guy who like never ate a vegetable in his life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the gr- but what's funny about the Rina Mara saying it was disgusting? Mm-hmm. Um, David Lowry said it was delicious. I know.
1: <laughs> I of course he too. did. David I Lowry, bet. ultimate hipster. I, I bet
2: he made it. I yeah, I, you know it's yeah. I, I thought I, it was good. I, yeah. I agree. I bet he made it and tasted it, and he was like, "Oh, uh, Rooney, I, you'll you'll love this pie." And actually, this is going to be your first take. And actually, you have to eat this whole thing in uh, one take. And actually, I hope you vomit from it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, actually, maybe it, he
0: made it that way so she would vomit. Yeah. Oh it was, yeah,
2: it's funny. <laughs> I, I never I never saw the movie. I don't think I even ever saw the trailer. I just saw maybe like a teaser for the movie, and mm-hmm. then I saw like. One piece of marketing in particular, it was like A24 had released uh, how to make a vegan chocolate pie video. Oh God, that's a, funny. A recipe. That was it. That was... That was the- and, and I was like, well now like after like hearing that she said it was bad... Like is it the same recipe that they? <laughs> oh god! I don't know. That sounds like an A twenty four marketing bit. I like that. Yeah, that, that that's cool. So I mean, after she eats the pie, then that's when the passage of time. Because before, when Casey Affleck is, or yeah, Casey Affleck is a ghost, everything is kind of like in real time. And but after the pie scene, that's when you see Rooney Mara's character like going in and out of the door, like yeah. like. It's like, like it's, a, sing, it's a
0: single shot and you see f- like four versions of her leaving the it's door. Just,
2: yeah, every it's like days are going yeah, by. Yeah, days are going yeah.
0: by and he's just standing there watching it happen and it's like completely disjointed from real time uh uh like passage of time. Yeah. And you get to see her um bring home a gentleman suitor. And he experiences this, and that's when you first see his ghost rage.
2: And he gets ghost cucked. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Ghost cucked too, the cuckening. And
2: (laughs) ghost cucked.
0: Love it. Yeah, it's it's a sci fi original. (laughs) And uh, she goes back into her room, and you get a, a really nice little glimpse of her being really hesitant. To like go further with the guy, the guy comes in, he gives, gives, she gives him a kiss or whatever, and and then then she
2: like uh, like rushes back into her bedroom, like holding her chest, like "Oh my god!" I know. I have to do this right now. You know, I'm I'm ready for this, and you don't know how if it's how long it's been.
0: Two days or two months or two years, but uh, that's
2: what I love about it too. Is just like because you like you can the, fill the, it in yourself. Yeah, the the time dilation is so extreme. It felt like, soon for me. Like yeah, yeah, because you're in Casey Affleck's shoes, but for her, it's probably been like four or five years. Yeah, I,
0: don't about, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because she were, she wanted to move out of there, and and she gets her wish. She finally
2: gets to move out of there. Um, I think it had been like between three and five <laughs> years in that time period because I mean, like it, it, her significant other died right there. Like she, she's not gonna just like move out of that place. There's, there was a rule about like oh, it applies to breakups, not deaths. Eh,
0: it's, it's like about
2: the same. It's like if you're in a relationship for I don't know, it's like half the time you wait. God, that's a long time. I know. <laughs> if you're <laughs> married for 50 years, you gotta wait till... Until <laughs> <laughs> you're in the ground. <laughs> Brianna,
0: if I, if I die tomorrow, you have my blessings.
2: <laughs> yeah. No
0: time limit. Go for it. It's not like the age thing where it's like half your age plus something. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I would just want my significant other after I'm gone to, have to be to kill be, themselves. Yeah, to kill, yeah exactly. <laughs> to be beside <laughs> me in the ground. No, To to enjoy... Yeah, Have a good life, whatever that means to you I, yeah. won't, I won't be angry on the other side I'll just be a happy ghost Flying around the spaceship, completing my tasks
2: You think I'm going to hang around you? <laughs> if okay, I can what? travel to other dimensions? Well, here's the thing, it's easy to say that But uh, get into the shoes of Casey Affleck's ghost Where he has to live in this house Where he died unexpectedly no! No! <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm dead. You could th- you could slingshot my body into
0: the fucking ocean. I don't care. But I'm you've dead. never
2: <laughs> been dead before. How would you know? I don't care. So he's not. A- is he? A- is he like assigned to that house? No, he is. Well, no, yeah, actually, he is because once we get further into the movie, uh, the hotel or oh, the the office building. Mm, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about the ghost uh, interactions, though. I thought. That, that gives After, me the ch- the family moves in? Oh, well, yeah, the family the family moving in, I thought that was a little bit n- unnecessary for the story. I think that
0: was the only exposition that we the audience was ever given was like he can walk through walls and you hear it go <laughs> as he goes through the walls. It says whoosh in the subtitles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then the probably my least favorite part of the whole thing was when he picks up the glass of milk. And it's just floating there, like it's hung from a stream. <laughs> Beetlejuice, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like
2: Beetlejuice. Yeah, just like Beetlejuice. And then he starts haunting. He's like haunting them. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah and I he th- he does the paranormal activity thing where he opens the cupboards and starts destroying the dishes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's what that looks like on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I, th- like I actually thought about. I thought about
0: par- paranormal activity that scene. When yeah. that when this scene happened, and I was thinking, man, they had to have a lot of ghosts in there to open all those. I know, it's the like same a family time.
2: of ghosts. Or <laughs> one really powerful ghost with a thousand arms. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like before the, when she moves out and then between like when she moves out and when the other family moves in, she leaves the piano, even yeah. though she talks about taking the piano yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Was that the scene where like you were trying to cry out when he when she moves no. out? It was was late, later. Oh, because like, that that's where that's that's what I felt like when she's driving on the road when, yeah, and you well, can I see the sun pretty, in her face. That was I was just sad, like when yeah. I was like, oh, you see him God. in the background. It's like uh, Fox and the Hound when like she, she they, I think it's Fox and the Hound when like she has yeah. the person they have to leave the uh the fox or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it was the fox. They yeah. have to leave it in in the forest. I think it was the hound. <laughs> Maybe it was a hound. 50-50 fox or hound. <laughs> it's like it's like leaving something yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That 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 evoked emotion into me, but it didn't quite it's, get me. It's moving. It's because like it's like she's moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like that's that she dies eventually. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I, I assume she dies. One I day. was. I <laughs> was kind of waiting for like. The moment where she dies and then they're reunited in ghost purgatory. No, I I was actually that would
0: ruin it. on that topic. I was hoping that as he's moving through the future that he exceeds other ghosts, not just the one next door. Maybe like he sees someone in the office building and there's a ghost following that person, you mm. know. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: kinda of weird that they're the lack of ghosts in this movie. They're like what what? Uh, Casey Affleck is the only worthy person to be a ghost. Well For like, the audience. Yeah. I think <sighs> I think that uh they are they do live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well. They live in in Tokyo. There's like a, a thousand ghosts every building. It would be it would be funny to see. It'd be a little bit more comical if we saw like if he could like leave his house mm. and like he sees like a bunch of ghosts following people like in the city. It's like Pac Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Just trailing behind the cars. Wow! 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 Well, thank it, God they didn't go with that. It's like uh, Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah! 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 You're well, like Sixth Sense. And we're the kid. We're Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> well, that that well, that. You know, you bring up a good point because uh, Sixth Sense did a really good job on ghosts on that. But we're not talking about Sixth Sense. We're talking about a ghost story. Let's talk about Sixth Sense some more. (laughs) So he terrorizes the family and they move out. Yes.
0: Yeah. It was weird that they made Casey Affleck's ghost racist. They get yeah. a Spanish
2: speaking family and all of a sudden he's like, get out of my country. Man. I guess that's I, I heard rumors that 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 he had to uh, have him terrorizing a Spanish family. They're, they're I mean, it's, it's he ge- wouldn't he wouldn't agree to the movie. Geographically, it makes sense. It does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no. yeah they, oh, God.
0: they move out. <laughs> <it's> so- <laughs> they move out and then it becomes like a party house. And there's a bunch of hipsters having a party, and some fucking guy. Oh, uh, now we uh, get to some
2: fucking farmer hipster. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's a
0: he's a real hipster. He's not like a city hipster. He's a Texas hipster.
2: This is the most hated and loved part of the movie that I. Came I don't even across. know what the hell
0: he was talking about the whole time. I know my whole yeah. the whole time that that guy was talking about whatever. I, I at the end of it, once it all wraps up, it's basically like you need to make your mark on the earth. But there's a million ways to do it and none of it is more important than just making your stake, putting a post in the ground and calling the place
2: home, basically. He's like like, like at, at a party. <laughs> yeah, he's the... He's like, I'm leaving this conversation. I, I know. <laughs> that, that's The whole time he was talking, I'm like, who?
0: Who's letting this guy just keep talking? At some point, someone's gonna be like, "Jeff, shut the fuck up." <laughs> that's exactly- Jesus Christ again with this existential bullshit.
2: That's that's exactly what I was thinking. He's he's <sighs> the guy who's trying. He he has he has God, a little M- bit. Damn you, Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we had
0: that. Damn <laughs> uh, you, you, Jeff. Know
2: his name was. Uh, his, no. his, the prognosticator? Prognosticator. Yeah. That was his name in the movie. Oh my God. No, okay. It's just that's his title.
0: He's a prognosticator. That's what they, he's
2: listed as. Yeah. I mean, so, the
0: other people in the party were were labeled as just
2: want to dance. Yeah, so Ben uh, yeah. d- <laughs> Kesha. Yeah. Well, he was the guy who. I mean, we've all been to parties before. There's always that one guy who is like the "I'm very smart" kind of dude who philosophizes. Anyway, here's life's. Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, he's 15 years older than everyone too. Yeah, and and he's always saying like, "Oh, <laughs> the, you know, this is the meeting of life" because he had like three beers. What I what I wrote down when I was watching this scene, I was like. People party, talk about God, and this fucking idiot farmer hipster talks about Beethoven. <laughs> 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 I think okay. he
0: had a nephew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had a nephew. We're not <laughs> talking about love here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that guy. I, that guy was. I could have. I could have deleted him, but at the same time, he was memorable in the sense that he was a little. Who was unlikable, and he got the message across. And uh, I think the most unrealistic part of this movie, full of unrealistic things, was that the entire. Party was listening to him. They stopped dancing. And I know. You look yeah. back and the ghost
2: and everyone else was staring at him. I was hoping the ghost, like, KCF would, like, somehow murder him. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. I was hoping for him because I was thinking. Like, think- remove his liver. <laughs> or just, like, smash a glass over his head. He didn't to, like- make the light bulb explode somehow. Yeah. 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 But I mean, in the end, though, like what he had to say, although as pretentious as it was presented, it kind of it did tie into the movie. It did tie into the movie, and it kind (laughs) of stuck with you. Like even though, like you weren't thinking of like what he was exactly saying the themes of what he was saying were yeah. on point which is frustrating for me because like when i heard that speech i was just like oh my god like if i saw if i heard this happening at a party and i had a few in me i would have been yelling shut the fuck up <laughs> jeff jeff um, jesus
0: so the uh the party's over uh it's a new uh, century now and uh, the house it falls into poor repair and it starts getting demolished. Yeah, it's like he, deteriorating, like it was right, abandoned. Right before he finally, after years and years and years of picking at the paint on the on the um, door frame, he finally pulls the little note that Rooney Mara had tucked in to the crack in the in the door frame, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get to read it, and the house gets bulldozed. And then all of a sudden, you start getting this crazy f- flash forward, speed yeah. speed time jumps, and he
2: ends up in the future and what looks like Neo Tokyo. And or he's something. just sitting, he's in Blade <coughs> Runner in 2049. Yeah. yeah. And he's just sitting there like... What I love about the whole time passage thing that he experiences, it's like it's just him like staring at like one thing and then he turns and yeah. then all of a sudden like things are coming up and going like... It's
0: like, like SimC- SimCity when you put it on fast forward. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's... um, It reminded me of Interstellar. Yeah. I, got, I got that. Yeah. For sure. And... Um, Also, like the fancy office building gets built, right? Yeah. And then that's what, and then after that, it's the future.
0: He, well, he, and then he jumps off the building. Yeah. He jumps off the building, and you think the movie's going to end there, and you're like, how how does this ghost kill himself? He killed
2: himself back to the beginning of. He's like inception killing himself. He's going to, he's going deeper. Yeah. (laughs) He's going to go deeper. He's going to the shores of
0: his mind. But in all reality, it jumps him back to. The first time that someone staked their claim at that house site, that home site, and Red it was Dead like, Redemption two yeah, style, <laughs> the Great American Frontier, and uh, the family is there, and uh, they get killed by Indians, Native Americans. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking of the vernacular of their era. Thank you very much.
1: Hmm. He's now, in character. Yeah, they. Don't you, know you, understand. you never, you
0: never see the Native Americans come by, but maybe they, it was just uh, <laughs> cowboys with bone arrows. Yeah, well, that's true. Hooting who, on cowboys and they, they, they all die and then he basically flash forwards and he like looks away like Tyler said looks back and one of the bodies is
2: now like decomposed oh it's a child yeah, yeah. Look, looks back away again and looks back That's really cool it's a skeleton I'm yeah. like damn that's sick all- I, I thought it was really interesting how uninteresting the uh, when the guy first claims his stake at the house and mm-hmm. he's like oh can you see the house it's it's right there in front of you it's like... That's you, right, Paul.
0: I can see
2: it. And at this point, you're with the ghost, and you have experienced the passage of time through, like, when he died to the future to now, and, like, you just mm. do not care I, at all. Like, you're just like... You're just like, <clears throat>
0: yeah. I, that was the most... The strangest part of the entire movie was, like, they're in the...
2: In the past, now
0: past. Yeah,
2: Christmas Carol. That threw me. That threw me for a pretty big loop. I thought it was interesting, but like, I also thought it was interesting how I did not care about it. I didn't care that that child got arrowed in the chest.
1: How long have we been on this wrong?
2: You're like, all right, let's get to it. I um, (laughs) I was wondering, he goes to the past. So can he just do whatever he wants, or is he like waiting?
0: I think it's I think it's almost like a purgatory. That's how I, that's how I took it. Well, but he's in his own purgatory hell time so, circle. So is
2: so well, is he, so is he waiting all well, these hundreds of years? If yeah. you if yeah. you recall about the other ghost that he uh, communicates with earlier in the film. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. The, that ghost is saying, "I'm waiting for someone," and then he asks, "Like who are you waiting for?" And she says, "I don't." No, I don't remember. Yeah. And then that when was the house fucking gets fucking heartbreaking. And then when the house get bulldozed, uh or gets bulldozed, I don't I don't know the past tense of or yeah. Um bulldozed. Yeah, bulldozed. <laughs> Bulldiz. <laughs> um before that happens, the ghost says I don't think they're coming. And then she disappears. Falls, she falls because she <laughs> because she completed her task she waited for someone who was never going to come and then she came full circle and realizing that they do they
0: do say that in a lot of like ghost lore that if they're 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 have they're waiting to complete something they have some unfinished business on this earth sense yeah exactly and they just need to do that and then their spirit can be set free and hers was waiting for her her family we don't know
2: yeah floral sheets implies as a girl well, I, yes, but, I mean, you can't ca- play with the doll unless you're a girl. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the most simplistic terms, like it, yeah, it, it was probably child, a, whatever. a pre preteen girl. I'm
0: going to imagine the ghost as a young, as a young girl. It's yeah. Like 13, 14. Really sad. Just, Maybe
2: it was mm-hmm. the girl from the past that was killed. And that's what I was thinking, too. Mm. But, I mean, there's they no... They don't have sheets back there. Yeah, though. there's no indication <laughs> so, that she had floral sheets. So what would they use? They're it's weird burlap in burlap ca- sacks. In, ca-
0: in caveman times, there were, like, cotton sheets that they put over their ghosts. It was really yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, it was just
2: burlap sacks that they were using. But anyways, um, well, the, for Casey Affleck's ghost, though, you find out uh getting that note yeah in the end was well, the, finding out the note
0: the trip the trippiest part which i loved it and i kind of wish they leaned more into this aspect of it was <clears throat> when uh all the passage of time goes back through um centuries come and go it doesn't even linger on it whatsoever and all of a sudden the house is back again and then he yeah. gets to see him and himself Now back again to this not-so-distant past. A la
2: Interstellar.
0: Yeah, a la Interstellar. And he's watching himself come into the house with Rooney Mara and the aforementioned real estate agent who brings them the pie. Mm -hmm. And they're moving in on move day. They're talking about the piano, blah, blah, blah. And he gets to re-witness aspects of his life.
2: And... That was he really cu- hard he to see. He was the one who hit the piano. And he was the piano guy. It was yeah. almost like, uh, I was your ghost, Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: They kind of did the same thing in The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2 also. After the, electric boogaloo. There was a, like a a weird, there was some stuff in the first one that they didn't really linger on or, or talk about and then they revisited it and it was it was the dad who went into the alt- afterlife in the first, it was kind of cool. I was like the one thing I really like, gave big props to for the Conjuring series as kind of cheesy as they were um, but yeah I liked that part of it uh, but not so much even that but the part when he got past his death the second time and there's two ghosts now two Affleck ghosts Yeah, and they're I, watching Rooney Mara move out for a second time and you're just like what the fuck is happening I really kind of wish that they would have panned back and shown like a, a thousand ghosts oh yeah, or yeah. like, <laughs> or at least like seven or ten this ghosts has been he just keeps doing it thousands of years. Years. yeah and and at some but at some point, like immediately after that, before she gets a chance to paint over that, that door frame, he just walks over and grabs a note out of the crack and opens it up and reads it, and, poof, he's gone. Yeah, he completed whatever the hell it was that he was supposed to read there, and that's
2: literally the end of the movie. What that, I was uh thinking was gonna happen, so like we're reliving, uh, he's seeing himself alive, yeah, and there's that scene where the after the when they hear the piano um Mm -hmm. it's not after it's before he hears the piano so like he sees them in bed himself and and uh rooney mara in bed talking about because they were like kind of arguing about moving and like he wants to stay there because of history Uh, yeah whatever the hell oh man in that one heartbreaking line where she says there's not as much history as you think there is yeah. Oh, man. That was so heartbreaking. You could be- take that a couple of different ways, but it was,
0: I mean, that was pretty sad. Because it's like, we um, talk about the closure. Well,
2: let me just <laughs> <laughs> finish your thought. Okay. Boy. Don't interrupt me. All right. <laughs> um, so, like, he, he like finishes their discussion by like agreeing with her to move, essentially. We can go. We can says. go. Yeah. And then the ghost version of him is like upset. Is he really? I didn't catch that. Because, like, the way he sits down, he's, like, gong, and he sits the, and hits the piano. Oh. oh. Yeah, you're right. So I didn't even think about what that. What I thought was going to happen was that he was somehow going to cause his own accident and kill himself. Oh, that would have been so good. Hold on a second. <laughs> you
0: just, just went to a whole nother
2: level. I know. I, I honestly <laughs> thought that's what was going to happen. Like, I know he can't, like, leave the house, but, like, I thought somehow he he got cut the brakes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he 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 scares the other person into crashing into him. He's like, "boo!" <laughs> you know, he I, like th- sits I, in the passenger I, seat and looks. That's at I honestly, me, me and Gianna both thought that that's how it was going to go. That's oh, good. that's so good! Like It was going to take a much darker turn, and he was going to be the reason that he is dead. Oh, that's cool. I. I think that would have elevated this movie a lot more if that, that was the case. That would have
0: made it a less emotional movie and more of a mind fuck movie.
2: Like I yeah, just been like, holy yeah.
1: shit, holy!
2: But yep. that didn't, that <laughs> didn't happen. And so yeah, he reads the note. We don't know what it says. Rooney Mara claims that she also don't, doesn't know what it says. Um, I the, really the, wanted the, the director. Uh, well, sh- she said she claims that the director told her to write something really personal on it.
0: On a th- on a. An eighth of an inch wide piece of paper. Yeah,
2: and then she claims that she has since forgotten about it since it was destroyed in the demolishing of it. What? It says pee pee poo poo. I know, right? So it's like, maybe I it's didn't just forget something, something like that. Maybe it's just something really
0: <laughs> stupid, like yeah, pee pee poo poo. It's a picture. It's just a drawing of a dick, <laughs> dick butt.
2: I mean, I'm I, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I don't know what it says. You'd probably but just move on. I. Yeah. there's always that 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 that's the, curiosity. That's, that's obviously the up for interpretation as is the whole movie. I bet it. I bet it said I hated my ex boyfriend. I hate died. you. I hate <laughs> you. And it's, then that's when he <laughs> that's when he disappears. He realizes it was a failed relationship all along. Says Gucci Gang. It says uh. You like Huey Lewis on the news? Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the end of the movie. Um, let's give it some grades.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't think there's anything we missed. No, no, th- that's one, pretty
0: much it. The one scene that always stuck with me, though, that we didn't talk about, was uh uh him putting the headphones on her. Oh yeah, that, that yeah. Was, and, and then the he the, was a musician. The, yeah, the cut back and forth between the like nice full sound of that s- track.
2: Yeah, that was playing cool. to her cutting to the yeah that yeah, but that song sucked. What you don't like it? It was good. That song sucked. Yeah. Okay. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I've heard what you like. Your your opinion means nothing to me. Uh, well, that, yeah, you that, like
2: a uh, hundred gex. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Don't don't you, don't pull the curtain back. You on like this. you like Morrissey. Boo. Okay, well let us get into great. <laughs> right. Morrissey's this softly, is, softly this plays is, in the this is, this is going on the shit.
0: <laughs> Take the shears to this, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Tyler, why do you not you read this first?
2: Uh, a a a a a so, like so a solid a. solid a like a, the so smallest a. battery you've ever seen. It was five a's. <laughs> not an a, not an A plus. Uh, no, not an A plus. It was a solid A. I think it was quaint. And the aspect ratio uh, was perfect for the mood of the movie. As I said in the beginning, I feel like Casey Affleck's ghost uh, costume stick would have been a lot more comical and not taken seriously unless it was closer together. Um, The silence and the restraint that this movie had was the strengths of uh, of the motivation and... You know, now talking about a ghost story with you guys, I I wish that the ghost did cut those break lines. <laughs> Honestly, I think that would have made it an A+. plus. Um, this is a really good movie. High recommend. I would only watch this if I was showing it to someone who's never seen this film. Yes. I wouldn't watch this on my own I wouldn't time. Watch the, I wouldn't watch this with them either. Oh no, I would watch it with them. I would not watch really? it with them. So well, I don't know if I want to watch it again. Well, I have a knack <laughs> I have a knack for pulling people's ear about uh movies. But um, Vice versa though, I wouldn't mind like if they were watching it and I'm in the room or something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. A yeah. uh, solid A. I think this was 2017's top 5 best movies. Because I didn't realize Blade Runner 2049 came out in the same year, so it's it's ugh, it's really hard. But uh, you think
0: this was better than The House with uh, Will Ferrell? The house I, yeah, I, where, he, where he runs a bootleg uh, casino at I, his I, house. I, That's not, a
2: movie. I, 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 yeah, that, I, I didn't even. That know. came out in two thousand seven Will Ferrell still alive? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still making. He's still working. Yeah, oh, he's wow. still doing George Bush impressions. Oh well, all right. But yeah, A plus, uh, not A plus, uh, but an A, okay, just A. All right, cool. Uh, Joseph, what do you think? Um, uh, this is a solid B for Boo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I see what you did there. Wait a second, B for what? Boo. What the hell? God damn it. We're going to
2: have to cut this out. <laughs> B for... Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but a B plus. Um, yeah, it's uh, good. It's maybe... Could have been cut down a little bit. Maybe sure. an hour and 20 minutes. Wait, that, that's how long it is. No, it's an hour and 34 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> Feels like two hours. Um, but, uh, but that that's not a bad thing for this movie. There are movies that feel like 2 hours that uh are only maybe like a like a Neil Breen movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does. Uh, that's like a whole day movie right there. It just goes on and on and on. Um but yeah, it's really good. It has some really interesting themes in it. Uh similarities to other movies, Beetlejuice, Interstellar. Um uh, so, uh, also with the music cues, like with the score. Um kind of uh Hans Zimmery um a little bit we'll, we'll, like way more toned down obviously um, the silence um speaks volumes as they say in this movie <laughs> True I admire the one takes the one take uh shots in this movie the one long takes There's a lot of those yeah Um the pie eating scene was like rough to watch especially when she starts eating like gets more than halfway done with this thing you almost feel full like at one point you're like please stop, stop. Eating. how can you I be I hungry am, i'm already still. full um and yeah the, the themes are really cool and interesting uh, especially i think the second half of the movie is stronger um and more interesting uh, the ghost version of casey affleck mm-hmm. and like the whole time traveling thing <clears throat> can't imagine myself watching it again and uh, the the aspect ratio thing was cool. It was nowadays it's a little bit more common. I feel like, and it's becoming to be almost a little gimmicky. Yeah, it's a little too mainstream now. Movies don't really necessarily need that. Um, this movie it worked. I think, um, especially with the rounded corners, made it even more hipstery um, <laughs> on the on the good side, I guess. But uh, yes, yeah, solid B plus for me. Cool. I uh, would recommend. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm getting the, uh, I'm going to give this an A minus. There was, uh, it was, it's really, I love it, but it's not something like, it's like you guys both said. It's nothing. I'm going to go out to rush and rewatch. You got to be in just the right mood. And you, and I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't really get any preface when I watched it. I'm glad I was in the right mood when I watched it for the first time. And I watched it with Bree. We had nothing to do it was a Sunday morning and we both watched it and we we're both fully committed to watching this k- f- weird gimmicky movie with a cartoon ghost and Ben, uh, ben Affleck's brother in it and um <laughs> but it was so much more than that once we got into it and I just after I was done with it I'm like gosh that resonated so heavily with me and it 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 brought so much emotion out of me that I wasn't it's expecting
1: haunting
0: yes um so but in a good way like Brianna said it's not for everyone but um if i know someone is in touch with their emotions and they like movies i'll That's a strong recommend um if uh if i know that they like shotgunning uh beers uh, every saturday night uh. <laughs> and a fantasy factory is one of their favorite shows of the 2010s uh, i'm probably not going to recommend what? this to them <laughs> the hell's a fantasy factory you don't you don't know who rob Deerdeck is Oh oh! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but yeah David Lowery is will be a director That I'll watch anything he makes from here on out Which is why I'm supremely sad About COVID Taking away the Green Knight from us Oh yeah that's right he did make that And I, I'm, I'm about as sad of Losing that as I am of losing Tenet um, yeah, it's it's it, it, this maybe a, B. yeah <laughs> we'll see. I mean, the anticipation level for me is the same for both of them. I mean, ten it's like the and Pete's Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I wish COVID took away Pete's Dragon.
2: No, I'm just kidding. Um, Who so it- made Pete's Dragon mm-hmm. before a ghost story. Yeah, he made Pete's yeah. Dragon, and then he used mm-hmm. the profits of Pete's Dragon to make a ghost story. Correct. Um, and all so- that budget went to Casey Affleck.
0: <clears throat> so I loved it. It was great. Watch it uh, get sad. All right, <laughs> so we don't have anything to replace on the wheel this week. This was a fan pick.
2: Fan pick. Yep. So it's gonna remain it's removed from the fan picks, right? Tyler. Uh. Oh yeah yeah, delete, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah 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 uh, yeah <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, yeah. All right. It's deleted. Yeah. F four control alt delete. Okay, <laughs> it's
0: done. Okay, so now a we story have- is gone. We have on the wheel the same choices we had last week, but I'll recap. And this is what we're going to be watching on episode 56. We have 56. Earning from Joseph. The last black man in San Francisco from Joseph. The fan selection. Alien 3 from Tyler.
2: (laughs) Bastard. There will be blood.
0: There will be blood from Pete. Donnie Darko from Tyler. Swallow from Pete. And Kablooey from Milk, And that's it. There will be blood when we review Alien 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to give this a spin. This is going to be the movie that we watch on episode 56 next week.
2: Oh, that's a good spin. Look at it go. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah!
0: Donnie Darko. Donnie
2: Darko. Yes! Great Halloween movie. Yes, to start off, uh, I mean... It's not October, but it's almost October. No, but we're going to get into the spooky goddamn mood. (laughs) So Donnie Darko is a uh, high school favorite of mine that I watched when I was in middle school, then appreciated in high school, and then appreciated even more in my older adulthood. Essentially, uh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal and Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, you know, kibitzing about time travel. Siblings, yeah, siblings IRL and siblings in the movie. I'm not. I'm not going to even really give the plot away. I just want our listeners to watch this. Put this on your list uh, for watching. Uh, I, I I can't recommend anymore. I can't even believe that we're watching. I'm awesome. I'm, I'm
0: shocked. Also, this is a prerequisite to be able to enter a hot topic. They ask you at the door, "Have you seen Donnie Darko?" And if it's a no, they kick you out.
2: That's absolutely correct. I, I, I've been kicked out of Hot Topic multiple times before I saw Donnie Darko. And so. also to watch Donnie Brasco, you gotta watch Donnie Darko.
0: <laughs> I, Donnie Brasco is the weirdest sequel of, <laughs> for any movie ever of Donnie Darko. Wow, um, I can't,
2: I can't wait. This is the incredible this, soundtrack. This too. is not streaming anywhere. No, um, no, it normal isn't. It's streaming on Pluto. Yep. Go, go down. Ooh. Pluto TV. Pluto, when are you going to give us a sponsorship? (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah,
0: plugging you, Pluto TV, bringing in the hits. (laughs) One of these days, we're going to get some sponsors. Yeah. If you want to sponsor us, by the way, send us an email. Pluto
2: TV is the future. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much more we can be more clear. Give us money.
0: <laughs> we want the money. All right. Uh, buh, 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 buh. So, yeah, I think we did it, guys.
2: We yeah, did. We, f- we finished uh, this movie review. <laughs> <laughs> so, until next week, we are done. Uh, follow
0: us next week, episode 56, as we watch Donnie Darko. <laughs> I can't Go that. down to the Library of Congress and rent it It should be there <laughs> follow, Send us an email mcfcpodcast at gmail.com Follow us on Facebook facebook.com
2: slash mcfcpodcast And follow us on Twitter at podcastmcfc. mcfc And uh, please if you can follow us on Instagram at middleclassfilmclass And uh, thank you for listening We'll see you next week See ya Have a good night or a good day The absolute worst movie I have ever seen.